Hello and welcome to this episode 41 of the Northern Invasion podcast. Um, I, I, I've just had a, a, a thing flash up saying that to avoid legal snags, I need to advise you both that have press record. So there it is. <laughs> <laughs> You've been warned. I don't consent. I'll edit that bit out of you saying you don't consent. So it's fine. It's all good. <laughs> I do consent. <laughs> Yeah, so um, it's it's not been long since we were we were last here, but um, there you go. Welcome, you are joined this this fine evening by myself, Mister Stu West, by the the ever present um, Doctor Master Master Mister <laughs> Easy um, Tiger <laughs> Scott Smith. Evening all, and the Northern Master Mister um, Watson. All right, me lovers. <laughs> so um there we go it's been a it's been a a fun and exciting couple of weeks we've had tournaments we've got tournaments coming we've got news we've got um yeah we've got books all sorts so i suppose without further ado we should press on into news so we've had two new books we've had the ossiac bone reapers and the ogamore tribes i've got them both here um one shame on me is still sat in its cellophane um the bone reapers i uh i i don't know i'm still not sold i've not i've not read it all yet well i've not read any of it <laughs> still but, got uh, pop the plastic with it yeah it's an awesome I'm, book smelling those fumes when you pop a new book open you've got to do that yeah no i've got i'm sniffing i'm, I'm taking in the 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 meat fist the uh the ogamot <laughs> tribes um i yeah that's the one i was most keen on because my my background from from eighth and early aos was uh was ogres so i i, I was delighted to that that was coming out and i've read through it and uh, i've been uninspired so far but maybe i just need to let it sink in and uh and put a bit more thought into it normally i'm quite a lazy list writer and all i do is i know what i've got and I see what how good a list I can make out of it. And looking at what I've got, I can't make a good list instantly. And you it need means to get it on the table. It means I have to I have to invest, I think, in some other stuff. I don't know. I think um uh I'm gonna rattle some lists out and see see what I can do. And maybe uh, we'll go through them later in the month. See. Um I think there's been limited changes to some things obviously some of the scrolls have changed but the beast claw raiders i was i was hoping for some more uh some more battalions and things but it's very samey um but anyway i don't want to sound negative um, yeah, i'm quite excited i am excited and i've bought myself a cauldron and i've bought myself some uh uh some uh cards uh and i got myself yeah the book so ah, we'll see how it goes i would like to get the ogres out it might if if it can inspire me to rebase them to the forties, um, because oh I know that's the only problem, isn't it? Oh my! That'll be all that's holding you back because I actually think the book looks all right. It's a solid, solid looking book. It's not, yeah. it's not lighting the world on fire. And there's some war scroll changes I don't like, but Stonehorns still look cool. And yeah. ogres all get an extra attack and hit yeah. on threes instead of fours. And yeah, it's nice. I've got twenty. I think they're actually going to be good. I've they got twenty two models though. for objectives, which is good. yeah. This is good, and monsters counting as tens good as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think I, like, I think I like they're that. all right. You probably need to get it on the table and actually play a game to see. That's what I'm saying. You need to get it on the table yeah. just so you can feel like you you kind of just 
discount rules like that and just look at the war scrolls, but yeah. they're all four wounds or more. I think they're good. Yeah, I'm liking that there's a, there's a great variety, similar to the um, uh, the Iron Jaws, where the different the different generals have different command abilities and different um, artifacts tables, which is really good to see this get flowing through. So I'm sure you can make some uh, some tricksy little builds. So yeah, we'll we'll maybe focus on that and and give the Bone Reapers a, a good look in as well. But aside yeah, from that, I've uh, I've been on a bit of a hobby blackout this last week, and I've I've not looked at any any of the news that's been flowing in. But I think Blood and Glory is. Um, uh, just been and they'll have had a seminar and I think that there's been some news that's excited a certain Slaves to Darkness player up in Orkney so do either of you know about this and can tell us can tell us what we know um, There's a lot to talk about in that so in order Blood and Glory won by Cities of Sigmar which is mm-hmm. pretty big Who was um, it? Who was Tom Mosley oh, okay. Awesome player yeah, Captain, captain mm-hmm. of the oh. Or coach captain, and then it was Slanesh, and then third place was Slanesh. Mm-hmm. Um, fourth place, the top of the four ones, I believe, was Tony Moore with Nagash, oh, kind of classic nice Nagash build, Nagash Necromancer, and then bodies. Um, couple of spells. Was it in the realms? Yes, yeah. I believe it was. Blood and Glory it, was. It yeah. wasn't unlimited though. It was like a one spell. Yeah, that's what Ben Curry did for Masters as well, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. He had it all in Realm of Fire, and it was a different spell each game or something, I think. But yeah, it yeah. was limited realms. Mm-hmm. But Cities of Sigmar doing well, straight out the gates with Hallowheart. I, oh, okay. don't, I still don't, I think you're going to see a lot of people copying that list. So how was the, what was the main build then? Because Hallowheart's the, 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 the big casty one, isn't so it? It was, it was the Hallowheart build with all the guns. So oh, right. it's the one where you take you take the basically the list I alluded to when we did the short cities uh, review where you take the bridge and you can relocate your gun line like wholly within twenty four of the other wholly within six of the other bridge which you place wholly within twenty four of the first. So you just uh, kind of have tabletop you deep, deep strike in uh, uh-huh. yeah. a, a gun line to wherever and you need it. He had a lot of mortal wounds. He had the comet. He had um, the spell portal. He's got all the wizards. Like I think he had the Luminarch, and he had the other one, the um, Celestial Hurricaneum. Oh yeah, a couple of battle mages, and oh no, it was one battle mage. He had an encounter for the comet, obviously, and then he had a sorceress. Um, I think the battle mage was the general, so that it could offset the wounds that it takes onto the adjutants or whatever. Um. And then a bunch of endless spells as well on top of those. Okay. So yeah, it's uh just a spam mortal wounds and do lots of shooting. So it picks off the heroes and then just shoots whatever it wants on the table with the handgunners and crossbows. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it did well, it did well, but I don't. I, it's not as point and click as it looks. I think that anybody can play turn one and two with that army. You just yeah. cast the spells on infinite plus the cast, relocate your army, point at something, shoot at it. But you're going to struggle to win games unless you really know what you're doing because you're just going to get run over by anything. Like, if clan rats get into you, for example, they'll just get into your wizards and start taking them down. Mm-hmm. Um, you what, really what, need to know how to play. What do you think the, uh, the early counter is going to be to this then? Just loads of bodies. Yeah. Battleshock immune bodies. 
just run at it. If you if you just run at it and you get on top of it and they don't screen appropriately, then you can probably pick it apart. Um which to be fair he was kind of facing, wasn't he? He was <clears throat> he was up against corn, which is pretty um corn's good anti magic, but even their anti magic can't stop Hallowheart. What minus two to cast and that's yeah. it. Hallowheart's just like, okay, cool, and plus ten to cast. All right, what do you want to do now? And Corn doesn't want to be facing a shooting army, does it? No, it doesn't. Well, that that was his last game. The, yeah. it is it is a good meta pick. It can take a, it can pick apart some of the Slanesh builds as well, because the mm. Slanesh builds are going to need to summon what you kill nine inches away and make a nine inch charge. So, or double turn you. Um, I think it's and, relatively low drops as well because it's got that formation with all the wizards in it. But, yeah. Did did they get the pluses to dispel as well? I can't remember. Yeah, I think like they can get plus three to unbind or plus four to unbind. So one of the big monsters, the Luminarch or the other one, gives plus one to cast and unbind. And mm-hmm. then there's a command trait as well, I think. And then the formation that all the wizards go in is another plus one to cast yeah. and unbind. But then um, Yeah, I'm the just thinking about can you throw the mess? throwing the maelstrom over whether or not that's that 10 point maelstrom but if they can just dispel it anyway or dispel yeah. it at the beginning of their turn before they start casting then there's yeah. not not much benefit there oh well well that well that's good so that's the first the first bit of news out of blood and glory then we have uh cities making an early mark um what's next i'm just gonna so you've not seen any of the pictures have you i've seen one picture and the <laughs> thing that jumped out at me was another elves head hanging yeah. from a guy's hand which i hey, one of the one of, one of the pictures from um the chaos warriors uh, holding a yeah head, that one. Right, but then there's also the, the i'm just gonna send a bunch of pictures i've just been copying and pasting okay here, so, so the um the 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 bone reaper character as well um i noted had an elf head hanging from his uh his staff as well so there's definitely a a bit of Elvish well, we know the Karnothi are coming, don't we? Because they've already shown us them in Shadespire. Yeah. So we, then they're already in the Battle Tomes as well. And I think Teclis was heavily talked about in the Slaanesh book. Okay. In Tyrion. Obviously, it was down to them that Slaanesh was imprisoned properly. So um, uh-huh. they're definitely coming. But yeah, the the Carnothi, I reckon they would be the first to come. Surely they've already got some models, and they've already talked about them a bit. Oh, some so, nice looking monsters and models. There. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Hell. The models are incredible. So this is the twelfth battle tome this year, which is pretty. <laughs> is, is it going to get a release this year? Then it's not. It's not a new year thing. It just says coming well, soon. Okay. I mean, if you if you go by those little uh, kind of uh, sort of tables that were plastered across. Facebook and Twitter and stuff yeah. of, the, of the release dates. It's, it, they look pretty legit, and I th- it's pre-Christmas, yeah. I suspect. I think it will be December, start of December. Had, it had them all in the same with all, all the stuff that's come already, plus the, all the new battle boxes which they've just previewed as well. So the, the it's like I don't know seventh and fourteenth of December or something. But... Nobody was really talking about those battle forces, but that Stormcast one seems like really good value. Like it's it got me contemplating them. Is that mm-hmm. news? Have we talked about them since we've no, seen the new no, Battle Forces? No, no. There's, been a lot, there's been a lot of dropping. Yeah. Battle Forces are not really getting a lot of hype, but I think they're they're really, really good value this year. 
so the Stormcast one's got 10 sequiturs, 5 evocators, 2 units of Dracolines, doesn't it? Does that? I think so. I think it's six dragons. Yeah, I think so. And then Exorcist. I was like, that's not bad. <laughs> I'll just pull the uh, the news feature up while we're talking. Yeah. Um, but no, it looks interesting. Slaves look in, those. So the uh, the main thing that caught me was the new warriors and the new knights. Yeah, the new knights look new great. New models really cool. Oh, they're yeah. beautiful. So much more dynamic than all the. I mean, the old knights weren't that bad. The no. old warriors were very static, obviously. But I mean, they they both are a, a kick up the arse and. They look, they look fantastic. So the new plastic blood knights, basically, aren't they? For uh, I've yeah, seen that. Oh, plastic blood knights, piss <laughs> off. Uh, I'll stick some vampires on there. Chaos Get a bit, of, a bit of sanding on them. They'll be fine. <laughs> but they look good, and and interestingly, they're they're included in a, a start collecting slaves to darkness, which is full of the new Goodies. ten warriors, the new five knights, and a new sort of mounted. The new start collecting box is really good. I know. That, yeah. Hopefully, I mean, that's something that we continue because people have been crying out for it forever. Like, oh, when's the start collecting box coming? If you uh, want people to start collecting a new release, give us yeah. a ten pound off value box. Yeah. Just people will buy it. People will buy multiple of them. Oh, totally. Because almost like a year or something until you get yeah. it. But this 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 chaos lord dude, he's sort of got horns spreading out of him, and he's it's on a sort of crocodile looking dracoth esque yeah. beast. Yeah. Um, so he looks he looks awesome. So you get all that in the new box. So that's I mean that's fantastic. But the one I think is actually probably my favourite is the the Ogroid yeah. or something he's called. But they is this look from fantastic. the new Warcry Warband. The one um, that looks like the Ogroid Thaumaturge. Or are you talking about the guy riding the monster from the Slaves release? No, the guy, the big Ogroid Minotaur looking badass. Yeah, so that's a Warcry Warband. That him and the dog. I think it's just the two models for Warcry. Really? Is it? But oh, right. what they've said in the, the the text, if you if you read the text and didn't just look at the pictures, is <laughs> that um, what? What? <laughs> the Slaves to Darkness uh, battle tome is going to allow you to take all of the Warcry Warbands as kind of like followers of Chaos sort of thing, so yeah. you can play with an army from warriors from all the realms. Uh, but that is a Warcry Warband, that Ogride thing, and the big giraffe dog thing have you seen the draft dog Straight yeah i'm looking at that, that looking thing it's mad looking <laughs> yeah oh, yes. who flats its hair it's got like braids in <laughs> who, who does that i mean i'm not plaiting that thing's hair <laughs> we've even plaited itself oh, it's like pink plaits as well isn't it lovely lovely yeah. um no i love that i'm looking at that, that ogroid thing and just the big his big spear stabby yeah weapon thing that looks Ogroid Thaumaturge has been one of the best models. And you just don't see it as much because people, not a lot of people play kind of just normal yeah. Zinch, but Have it's you, an awesome model. Can you can you buy it separately now? Because yeah, yeah, yeah. Can, it was it was just in the when they when they released Zinch, you could buy it single. Like all the stuff from Silver oh, Tower right, okay. got a single release, so you could get the Gaunt Summoner and uh, the Thaumaturge and stuff. Yeah, I actually played against it once. It. In, in, a, in a game, <laughs> I've, yeah, seen I've, seen a, I've seen a few of them in the wilds, yeah, but you, you don't see them often now. Like, there's only really a couple of people playing Zinch up here, or even down when we've been to events down south, and they've all been demon based. Yeah. It's one of it's always been one of my favorite models, and uh, I just love saying Ermagard Thermitage. That was Myrmidon. I'm looking at the Battle Force boxes now, so yeah, the Stormcast ah, one's got six dragons. <laughs> Six Draglines, ten Evocators, and Exorcist, and f- f- uh, ten, ten Sequitors, five Evocators, Exorcist, and 
six Dracoline Epic Airs. That's a cool box. I, I really like all those models. Uh, Night Hunt has got the Craven King, 10 Dread Scythe Harridans, 10 Blade Geist Revenants, 10 Grim Gas Reapers, 10 Chain Rasps, 5 Hex Wraiths. Just a bit of everything. 46 miniatures in that one. Oofed. You think a couple uh, of them, you know, points points will come down soon. Oh, yeah. The Skaven one, uh, nobody that plays Skaven will actually buy this because they'll already have it. But <laughs> if you're getting into Skaven, it is a start collecting box, a Gracier, a Vermin Lord, and a box of Clan Rats. So it's 45 um, models. So you get your tw- 20 Plague Monks. Uh, you get your Bell with the bits to make a Plague Priest. Um, a Vermin Lord, a Gracier on foot, and then you get your artillery option as well as 20 clan rats. That's a two of those boxes is mm. a really competitive army, if you ask me, plus another box of clan rats. You'd have your 40 plague monks, a bell of furnace, two vermin lords, two artillery pieces, and an extra gracier, an extra two graciers. Yeah, that's true. God, that is. That's only like, you're probably talking about 200 quid, aren't you, with the discount yeah, and stuff? Probably less 200, 200 quid with the extra clan rats you need for your third battle line done. It's an army. Uh, the Gloomspite gets one. I don't really know enough about Gloomspite to know how close to an army this is, but it seems weird. You've got your 10 Hoppers, a Mangler, three Rock Guts, and five Fanatics. Like, the Fanatics can't actually go in any of those units, can they? I don't think so. I think it's a bit, it's you a, need it's a bit random. It's maybe a support box. You buy that yeah, alongside yeah. all your Grats, but still, it's kind of cool. Yeah. And then uh, that's it for Age of Sigmar, just those four boxes. But I think they're cooler than people are making out. Oh, and you get start collecting pain handles as well. <laughs> Box of five. You get a nice red one as well. Yeah. And uh, a smacking paddle. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, who's going to actually buy that for spray painting? I don't know. It's like it the grill off the front of a car, the elastic bands. It's actually quite funny. I mean, the, the store manager at the East Cobride uh, Warhammer shop would, would always joke because whenever I was building scenery for the store, we always used to have to use like loads and loads of rubber bands. Like, if you've ever built any of the GW scenery, you need to use like a crap ton of rubber bands or something, like a vice to hold the parts together because they're just, they don't go together that well. And we were always joking about the fact that they were Games Workshop's trademarked uh, rubber bandies. And now Games Workshop are actually selling rubber bands <laughs> for uh, their uh, spray painting thing. I need to send them a message about that. Yeah. Yeah. Now, some cool stuff for Christmas. Is there any other news? Well, there's been so much. I mean, the, 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 the Bone Reapers have arrived in, in basically two weeks, but mostly in one week, to be honest. Um, this well, week. Yeah, that whole coming up whole week of releases and then that's yeah. the faction that's new as well. Normally a release of that size is over a couple of weeks. I mean yeah. the the original three Mortarks are a little bit a little bit put out by just how tanky this new Mortark is, I must say. He still dies to a keeper. Shit. It's five hundred points. Most well. things do. <laughs> plus, even so, he's got better than a four plus save, hasn't he? Yeah. Idiots. So Arcan and Bone Reapers can get up to a three plus save. Yeah, there you go. That's what everybody wanted. Yep. Three plus Arcan, and they can get Ren three on his uh, Mount's claws. Too. No, he's uh, not. Well, that's good. Awesome. That's good. Oh, well, I'll, yeah, Arcan does a job. Yeah, the, the other role to play. Well. 
I like in the look of the Nagash rules. Um, I, I really wanted to do Bone Reapers when I first saw the art and all the models and stuff, but I didn't quite expect how many people would be clamoring for them. Like, they're going to be a really popular army next year, so I'm looking forward to just seeing them on the table. I'm not going to touch them myself. See, folk keep saying that, and I've, I've heard that a lot from people on, on the chats and stuff, but, I mean, so much has come out. Pe- people can't keep up. It's, it's, it's good, but, you know, there's still Iron Jaws, People that's only what a month old, maybe not even a month old. Um, mm-hmm. the, 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 there's so much people are just well, normal folk, it takes a while to get on the table. I'm probably I'm slower than average, and some people are well, this is the only faster than average, you know. But this is the only full new release I think we'll see for six months, in the sense yeah. like a, a fully a full new imagined army, other than the Gash yeah. and Arcan, like it's all new sculpts. Like, a, I'm expecting that we'll maybe see the Carnothi as the next one. And even they will probably allow you to take Sylvaneth or something, maybe similar, like one in four units can be Sylvaneth or something, like the cities have done. But um, I, I think on I think out of all the releases, we're going to see a lot of these. I think you'll see a lot of people on the Slaves to Darkness stuff as well, because the models are so cool and everybody loves... This is Chaos Undivided coming back. I, I'll be honest, I've not really been a fan of all the, the mono Chaos God stuff. And I don't like mixed demon armies, but I've always did like Chaos Undivided. I had an, an old metal Archeon on horse, and I've still got some Chaos Warriors that I found when I got back into the hobby and stuff like the old sculpts. And I loved Chaos Undivided and Archeon. I'd like to see that back on the table and actually be decent rather than the mono god stuff. Yeah, it'd be really interesting how they do the book because it, it won't be split up into like to, to gods, I don't think, like you say, because that's what they've said about the tribes, the Warcry tribes. They're sort of what happens to normal humans when they're sort of wafted by chaos for a millennia. They, yeah. You know, this is you get hints of this, that, and the other, but they're not true. Yeah, so it's slightly aligned to the chaos god that's dominant in their realm. Yeah, but that's basically it. Like the um, the ones that I've got are probably the uh, the ones that like where their faces on their belts. I can't remember what they're called. Oh, the unmade. The unmade. Yeah, they're they're probably kind of Slaneshian, but it's not really. They're from the realm of death. Yeah. Oh, uh, there's, there's 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 a lot of hints and things everywhere. Yeah. There's little influences here and there, but it's it's really cool. It'll be interesting to see how they do the book, how they how they separate out the sort of chambers or whatever you want to call it. You know, the, hmm. the or the cities or whatever it is. Like if it's any if it's similar to the city's book or, or not or just completely different or you yeah know. i wonder if they'll have something like the inevitable city do you remember that from um or did you guys ever play the the mmo no no warhammer age of reckoning so the chaos like the basically destruction and chaos their um capital city was called the inevitable city it was uh just this like big massive zinchian chaos city it was cool be cool if they did something like that i think it'll be a big buck um i think the old range um obviously you've got the likes of uh just knights and i think marauders will probably be replaced by all the the, uh, war, the war cry stuff, stuff. Yeah. yeah the war the war cry stuff and um i think it'll be big though i think there's going to be a a lot of war scroll cards and it's going to be a big hefty hefty book so i'm looking yeah. forward to seeing it looking it, at the the um games workshop website at the moment mm-hmm. so the only things that so you've got like your chaos lord on manticore yeah that's a really old sculpt isn't it yeah oh, it's cracker though still a cracker and yeah, still holds up 
the the shrine thing is cool. Yeah. I've always liked yeah, that model. Shrine, yeah. You like your god beast chariots, don't you, Scott? Oh, I love a, I love a gore beast. Love a gore beast. Yeah. And the they've got the normal chariot model. Then you've got your chaos warriors. So they're all getting replaced. Chaos knights are getting replaced. There's marauder horsemen, but yeah, they still hold up. I think. I think they're still good models. Yeah. Varengard, I really hope are oh. I hope they are justified. Like I hope they get ways to get Ren two, uh, run and charge, retreat and charge, impact hits or like they should be as epic as their price tag. Yes. Sixty quid a box. <laughs> like, come on, justify people to buy them. Um so yeah, there's thirty eight options on the website, but that includes all the Warcry stuff. So yeah. you've got all your all your Warcry bands are in there. Yeah, I think nice. you'll you'll just see people buying multiple of them to make their sort of marauder troops to fit in with the theme of their army. I think. Yeah, and we've got the final. Um, what, what were they called? Uh, the old malign sorcery dudes. There's you know there's dark oath war queen. That, oh yeah. Oh yeah, the dark oath and the dark oath war queen. That's I the mean, they did. may they might replace the marauders really if you get some sort. Actually, of like... just thought something about the warcry stuff. They're all on that weird size base. Oh, they are, aren't they? God. Uh, 28.4 mil or whatever it is. Prepare for the rage. Yeah. I'm looking at the Marauder Horsemen. They need to go, man. No. I don't think they hold up that well. Those horses are really old school horse sculpts. They look like something. They look like the Middle Earth yeah. sculpts. Horses. Maybe. Maybe. Mm-hmm. It's exciting times, though. Oh, yeah. yeah. There could be and more. That... that might not be the only new models. And the thing is, we, we can't you can't just like collect everything anymore there was a time when every time there was a new release you could buy it all build it paint it and then there'd be a new release at the moment it's just every you can't week. keep up and i mean I've, i'll buy all the books i'm happy with having all the books and stuff because i like to read the rules and know thy enemy and all that um laying plans <laughs> um, so, so you, you have you have to do that but gone are the days when i mean i'm looking at my shelves of shame now i've got the the hobby hole is is taking shape and and um I've got a full on KO army there I've got a full on Iron Jaws army I've got another Death army I've got a Feck army I've I've got uh I've got Sylvan F one I've got I've got all these bloody I've got Corn I've got Stormcast and I've got all this stuff sitting there and I'm looking at all this other new stuff coming out and I'm looking at all my boxes full of completed armies and I'm thinking. I, it's just not sustainable. I, I think I'd need to live about three lifetimes to be able to build all this stuff. I mean, so I think, I think you, ha- you have to choose a flavour and stick with yeah. it now, don't you? I think next year it'll, it'll swing back to 40k again a little bit more in the, in the focus. You know, they're building up a lot of things for that, looks like. Um, and it'll probably be, it'll be more the dominant game, I guess. Maybe, or maybe they'll run it even, Stevens, because 40k was more dominant last year, wasn't it? They really powered the codexes out. For getting to the point where they're going to need to just start churning out new imagined armies though like yeah. i think yeah. we're we're waiting on a redone Sinch and nurgle book from the years before yeah um then I, I maybe like a new Seraphon ko book just yeah well seraphon seraphon still holds up needed. i think that'll be early next year it's the only one that hasn't had a book yet now that slaves is coming isn't it never chosen because um, Pestilence basically got yeah, into Skaven yeah. Tide. Uh, Fire Slayers have had a new book. So I think the only book that was out, the first, the very first battle tome was Seraphon. KO was a bit of refresh, don't they? Yeah, yeah. KO, KO, they're in line with uh, Nurgle and Zinch. They are in need of a new book. Yeah. 
Well, it'd be great that, if they got a couple of different new boats as well. Oh, yeah. Oh, if they got a couple of new additional things, because they've had an extra couple of years now to expand the 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 background and the, the depth of that army, and it'd be amazing to to get a few more things. That's us just... back to either rehashing old books. Like, the only old old book is the Seraphon book. Then after that, we're rehashing ones that have been done in the last few years, or new imagined books. Well, what, what do you think about Legions and Agash? I mean, now that you've got the Bone Reapers, can you see traditional skellies and zombies and things like that just petering away because yeah, there's, there's no really idea on that anymore i so, think that they'll go until they're ready to give them a new line of sculpts they kind of threw that book together so that they had an army that they could like there was no death on the tables if you think about it like yeah, people weren't true. even playing flesh eaters they threw that together really quick with no new models then night haunt came out you can use the Night Haunt models and Legions. They might even put some sort of FAQ in to say that you can use these models and Legions. I doubt it, but um, that'd be mixed death might come back, Stu. Mixed death's never gone away. <laughs> <laughs> mixed death is still a thing. So <laughs> you may mock. Wait till the masters. <laughs> Please take mixed death. That'd be would be so funny. Well. Don't take your Legion of Night crutch. Take uh, <laughs> take Mixed Death. Mixed Death might be the thing. We've now got four bucks. I could take 500 points from each buck. <laughs> all the more tarts. I can't get them all in. You could. No. Why not? can't quite do Gantic it. Cross isn't a behemoth. Yeah, but you can't, you can't, can't fit the physically line. fit the points in and the battle line. No, I've, I've so three Don't worry, of, I have lots. ten zombies. You can drop the fake one. I don't even know if Catacross is real yet. I've not, I've not read his shit. <laughs> don't know if he's real. He's a I've, real, he's a real not, gangster. I've not popped yeah. the uh, the cellophane yet, so I'm not committing to to him being a Mortark. There's still only three Mortarks in my eyes, and then a couple of Pretenders, like Neferata. Oh come on! There's nothing wrong with Neff. She's got a role as well. They've all got a role. Yeah. So there you go. So there's a lot of excitement. So what what have people been up to? Let's let's have some hobby. My hobby is very brief and very fast. I've put a paint rack on my wall that that holds, I'd say about eighty eight percent of my paint. Well, my Citadel paint. Uh, and now I'm looking at it and I'm thinking, well, that was good, but I'm now going to have to buy another rack. To, to put the rest of my stuff in and to put all my army painter paint in. Um, so so that that's that's my hobby. <laughs> how you feel like yeah. it's becoming a challenge finding places to put all these trophies and stuff as well. Oh, like I'm gonna need a go. rack to <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's all right. You're you're a father now, they'll all be in the loft. <laughs> yeah. so, I've got some yeah. spirit spare space on my trophy uh, shelf you can you can borrow some you can rent some space there you can rent well. some space rent a, <laughs> rent a shelf <laughs> i i popped mine out i i've got all mine out um i've been setting up the uh the the games room and um and i was surprised just how many trophies i actually had your stuff um, is looking really cool though that bookcase that you've got with all yeah. the the spoons on one side and the, <laughs> all, all the yeah. uh, throwing the skulls uh, pamphlets from the, the top on the top shelf and stuff. Yeah, that was, cool. that, was that was my uh, my boss of the Badlands for being the best o- um, ogre kingdoms. Oh no, orcs and goblins player. Um, and then a couple of other ones I got from their certificates back in eight. Oh, cool. But uh, no, I've got my I've got one shelf with um, 
well, what two shelves with uh, sports awards on, uh, two with painting awards and two with trophies. So I, thought, I was quite surprised how many I had when I unpacked it all. You've got loads. You got everything you went to Egon, you got something basically. Yeah, basically they've they've been propping me up for years. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, it's uh it was, it's nice to get it all out, but yeah, it, it does Technically take one of those ACOMs is like nine trophies as well. So it was ridiculous. Like that, all yeah. the cups. <laughs> yeah, that was that was a that was a, a haul. That was death. That was death before um Legions and Agash. Yeah. That was me running the death march with Netherata and Arkan. Um, so it was double Maltak uh, to that one. Before you uh, could stack command points. Before you could stack command points. When you could still uh, use Neff's dagger to turn your enemy heroes into a vampire. Into a vampire, yeah. <laughs> and I didn't bring one, so I borrowed one off Scott. And the only time of it went did. off the dagger was when I killed Scott's. Oh, it was brilliant. <laughs> Just gold. I'll never get over when I, I got Johnny to roll the dice for the dagger and he killed us on Mock Rusher. <laughs> uh, so, no that was good fun um but yeah no the the trophies thing's going well i had a game i had a game of floor hammer against the kids oh, so which was quite good fun um i let the boy um he he, he was like really uh he, he like they've been up for the weekend and he was uh he was prodding me he said, oh let's play plastic men dad let's play plastic men i was like <laughs> all right okay he goes i know you've not got much stuff here i was like no 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 you'll be surprised so I've, I got him into the hobby hole and I says, well, just go under there and grab one of them mats. And I've got, I'm just looking down now. I've got nine mats all okay. in bags. He goes, which one's which? I says, I don't care. Just grab one. So he pulled a mat out. And then I says, they'll go down because it's, it's like this big, um, I don't know. It's like a box. It, I suppose it's under the stairs or something. And I sent him in to get some scenery boxes. And I said, right. And I, I unrolled it. And then I says, right, you can pick whatever scenery you want. Put it out however you want and set it up. So he set it all up. And then I says, well, what, what are we going to play? So he says, well, we should have seven models each and a thing. <laughs> I said, all right, okay. So he picked for his thing a uh, scrap launcher. And I got a, a, port, a spell portal. Um, and then we got our, we picked our armies. He picked a bloody... I picked five direwolves and uh, uh, a hex wraith and um, a necromancer, you know. Keeping it, keeping it real and legitimate. Keeping it, keeping it fast. We were playing it sort of like skirmish style, and so he went and got his. He picked a carmine dragon, uh, a bloodthirster <laughs> of uh, a, a wrath of calm bloodthirster, a bomber from uh, Lord of the Rings uh, from the Hobbit. Uh, what else did he pick? He picked he picked some other filth anyway. I like his uh, style. He, he, so he 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 went in, and then uh, then he says, and then can I play against Arwen? I was like, well, why don't we have a three-player game? So we went and got her. So she picked all three Mortarks. And then four Morgast Harbingers. So I sat there and I thought, oh, Jesus. And, uh, and then we did open war cards, which was really good fun. And it was the treasure hunting one where you each deploy. Uh, well, we put two objectives each down. And then you have to roll a dice at the beginning of your turn. And the first person to roll a six... Um, finds the treasure and of course i had the northern invasion dice so so they were clearly <laughs> it's clearly going to be mine that I'd set up right in the corner put six foot away from the poor saps and um <laughs> and so yeah smashed them <laughs> 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 played played for the objectives well they got 
they got too overcome by trying to trying to kill each other, and I uh, I taught them a valuable lesson about <laughs> treating for combat with direwolves. <laughs> but no, it was good fun, and they're uh, they were made up, and so they're they're here again next week, and they're they're already uh, they're wanting to play again. But we're going to play. Two children spot. gather round. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, no, that that was been my hobby. So that was a that was a definite high point playing against the kids. Open war, open play, open war. So. What about yourself, Scott? Well, I I did some child hammer as well. I was um, <laughs> just we battered went, them. <laughs> <laughs> we uh, we went down to Nottingham for a few days um, in the, the school holiday week there a few weeks ago. Um, so the whole family came down. So Gail got introduced to Warhammer World. Um, so she enjoyed that thoroughly for for three days, and I took her back. On the, <laughs> we went we went the Thursday when we when we arrived. Sort of, about, I don't know. Four, Four-ish, we got there, had some dinner and Bugmans and a couple of pints because we're just staying sort of ten minutes walk up the road, so that was easy enough. Uh, and then went back on the <laughs> back on the Friday, um, sort of not long after opening, and had, me, me and the boys had a game. Um, and then we went back on the Saturday as well because it was <laughs> it was Armies on Parade Day, um, and they had them set up in the kind of entrance foyer. But there was a big doubles tournament going on upstairs, forty k doubles, so it was it was loud and hoaching and. Full of full of sweaty men, but we uh, yeah, we had a good few days there. Um, so I had a had a game with the boys um, on I, the, what was that the Friday morning. So I took down the flesh eater army and I just chucked this uh, the old stormcast sort of version one army in. Um, that was you know the, uh, Ben the middle did, child. He, he, did, he you liked... batter, did you batter them with gristle gory? <laughs> <laughs> Gather around, children. <laughs> um, no, I didn't. I was I was kind of. Uh, Tewing it from both sides, so the, the, the Daniel, the oldest one, he's not really into that much, but he was he was kind of keen to play a little bit. Ben's right into it, so Daniel got the flesh eaters and Ben got the storm cast. He like he liked the star drake, so it was kind of simplified AOS. I wasn't doing full rules and stuff just to get an idea. Got three three objectives down, and um, had a quick chat with Steve Wren. He was walking past, so he was he sort of said hello and um, was chatting to the boys briefly. That was that was cool, but. Yeah, we just had a, just had a couple of hours, quick quick game, and um, the the stormcast actually tabled pretty much the flesh eaters, but um, the flesh eaters won the day. So hey ho. Uh, there you go. Played some objectives. Was, yeah, exactly. They had twenty goals sitting on the objective for most of the game, so he, he, that just taught taught it up. So anyway, they they had they had fun. We we went around the museum and stuff, which was always cool. Um, and that was that, that was what, most... what fodder did you consume in Bugman's? So I had the chicken burger thing. I don't know what it's called, but it was good. A spicy yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was really nice. And um, a couple of pints of hell. Just bought, <laughs> bought just for Gail, because that's where I think she was in spirit. Um, <laughs> but that was uh, no, that was good. It was it was busy. It was place was jumping as usual. So it was a good good few days down there. Um, and then really that's all I've done. I've built finally been building my war cry. So I've got the that Aaron Golem's kind of built and started painting them. The, the aim was to try and take them down and have a game of Warcry there, but I failed miserably, so they're sort of sitting half base coated on my desk here in front of me. So I, w- I want to get them built and, and finish building the scenery. It just takes just takes so long. Yeah, <laughs> in there. But that's really all I've done, to be honest. Um, got picked up the books at the weekend there, um, and the Feast of Bones box set. Me, me and Rich split that, so. 
well, not split it, we kind of jointly bought it because we're both, it's basically my insurance policy for Rich. If, if, he, if, he, if, we, if we do a few armies together, then he can't sell them. And, and they live in my loft anyway. So <laughs> it's my insurance policy of having a gaming partner nearby. So oh, yeah. he's back into it a little bit anyway. He's got his Beast Claw army. So yeah. I, might, I might push that around at Winter War with a new book in a few weeks. So we'll see. We'll see. Well, that's, that's really me. Nothing too exciting. <laughs> And Mr. Watson, what's on? Um, I'd not really had time for much. I did a little bit ahead of the howling. Did uh, I not painted some models? Um, yeah, so I sprayed stuff grey and put some green on it. Had <laughs> <laughs> uh, to get the storm fiends done before uh, howling. So that was basically the week before. But other than that, yeah, I've. I was meant to be getting a practice game with Johnny and we arranged it like two or three times and cancelled two or three times. I was even meant to play him yesterday and it was on and then it was off. Like, That's late all for week. a plastic game, that. A, a, pra- a practice, practice game? Practice, yeah, not plastic. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Pra- practice for Masters now, though. Oh, yeah, I suppose. I, I'll be lucky if I get two games before Masters. Honestly. Just don't have time. I don't think I'll get a game before Masters. I don't think I will at all, no. Uh, we don't need it, though. No. <laughs> I've got mixed death. I don't need practice. You're putting like a finely tuned machine just now, Stu. You're fine. <laughs> oh, no, I'm going I'm to have this this fake Mortark. I might just take a double Mortark. I'll take a, a Linda and cut across and, and have it as a mixed death. Filth. That'll be good. No, be good. It's, I'm, I'm trying to get the pack out for Masters pretty soon. So, so we have had the howling. Should we? Should we touch on the howling? Howling. Yep. This was uh, run by um, Mr. Callahan, Mike, not Michael. I'm not going to Michael him again. <laughs> uh, so, so yeah. It was, Michelle uh, Callahan. Uh, just a, a week ago for us as we're recording. So, so it was a one day. We had. Forty-four was it in the end? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was a good turnout, and we it was great to see our uh, our friends from south of the wall journeying north again. We've not seen them for a while, so so that was good to to catch up with a few folk. Um, and I think the scene's picking up pace again down there, so it's really nice to see. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. Um. Should we say how we did? Because I think. Uh, well, you two can. <laughs> Yeah. No, okay. I want to hear about your games. I never even got to see. You. I think you were hiding all weekend, Scott. What happened? <laughs> all right. Yeah. So you had a nice, break. easy game against the guy that had never been to Age of Sigmar. <laughs> the new guy. Yeah. First, the guy yeah. with yeah, the beast. Thanks, Mike. That's great. Yeah. yeah. Um, Did he smash yeah. you up? Actually, that was a good game. It was uh, so I had the blister skin with me, so it was um, Dead Watch list nine three three flares with a Terrorgeist Archregent. Um, the courtier that's part of it, uh, and twenty ghouls. I think that's pretty much it. So, um, I've been running it for a few times now, so I'm, I'm pretty familiar with the list. I've you know done fairly well with it, as good as I kind of do with things anyway. But he was running Beast of Chaos list, which we don't is see it, a lot of them up here. The Dark Walkers or something are they called? Yeah, the ones that the... can ambush in and do bad yeah. things to you. Yeah. So I don't actually have the list in front of me, but it was. Um, he had, a, he had a few sort of big units of Bestigore and Gore, and he had 10 uh, Centigore, which I was like, oh, very good. Um, 
uh, oh, a bunch of other stuff. Um, here are Doombull and six sort of accompanying Minotaur dudes, whatever they're called now. Uh, the Bullgores, that's what they're called, isn't it? They, they, they ambushed in from one side, but <clears throat> they were playing the hero mission. Um, it was the... It was Place of Arcane Power, wasn't it? It was the, the, the yeah, diagonal one. It was. Yeah. yeah so I'm not going into too much detail, but <clears throat> he was he was uh, lower drops than me with his. Um, it's not depraved drove. That's the slanesh one. It's the other one. It's called. It's with, they get extra attacks in a six. I forget the name of the formation, but there's quite a lot of this stuff went in there. He had a gorgon as well. Um, Desolating beast herd. That's the that's the one. So yeah. he was he was he had choice of first turn, and I. Uh, sort of deployed a little bit poorly, left my arch regent. Um, didn't expect a the, the speed of his units, um, and the arch regent was down in one corner. <clears throat> but I didn't. I, I should have just tucked him into his little, his little castle, his little um, uh, charnel throne. He could have, he could have hidden there quite nicely. But I left him open a little bit, and he 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 gets bonus movements from lots of things and. Uh, yeah, I'm not an expert in the book. I can't remember exactly what they were, but essentially he got his ten centigore right across the board. They get <laughs> they made themselves pissed, so they were drunk. They get a they they get a bonus to themselves, but then they also get I get plus one to hit them because <laughs> they're pissed. Um, that was quite fun, but they're really fast, and it they also catapulted a bunch of or he, he moved his unit of uh, ungor. It was like thirty ungor or twenty ungor raiders with with bows. Into shooting range of him, which was that, that was you know part of the mistake. The, the regent was open, and he also charged in a bunch of stuff. Basically, he killed the regent turn one, um, which essentially killed two heroes of mine because um, I've got the Vargulf that I always summon, summon from him, the courtier. So that left me with the Ghoul King on Terrorgeist and um, the Flare courtier guy to, to contest the three objectives. So it was a kind of uphill struggle there. I, I did then take off most of his army, certainly the, the, the small things. Um, the, the, the flares just took apart the gore and the and the ungore and, and a unit of best of gore as well. They just, the, the screams are particularly effective on those guys. <laughs> um, so I, yeah, I t- killed, killed a lot of bodies, but I was I was playing catch up on the on the objectives, only having two heroes. And his his gorgon went mental in the middle, and he rolled really well for it. Did he eat but a load of stuff? Well, he well he he, he did. He consumed a flare um, from, from from the nine when he was fighting it, but he took off the unit almost in one turn. He did a ridiculous number of wounds with what's been rolling sixes or whatever. But it was a uh, it was yeah pretty impressive to see. So he did, he took it out by a point in the end. It was a good close game actually. He went two one, yeah. done well for his first event. Yeah. He was did. On TT, so he was. Alan Alan Mandelson was his name. He wasn't mm-hmm. a total noob. He was um, he, he, he certainly played ALS before. Um, he, he knows his list inside out, but he's more. He, he does say he's more of a forty k player, um, but he's certainly a warmer player. You know, he's, he's he knows his way about the table. Put it that way. So yeah, he uh, finished sixteenth. Yeah, bad. he did. He did well. Um, I was kind of keeping an eye on him after that. So his mm-hmm. list was good because again, you, you just don't see it up here. So folk will definitely have been caught out by it. Mm-hmm. Um. So that was game one. So that set me spiralling down. Um, I'll just go through my games quickly because there's, there's not much else to say. Um, game two, I uh, what was game mission two again? That was battle for the pass. Battle, battle for the pass, pass against Ross Trice. one, yeah, playing Ross and his tyrants of blood, bloodthirster list, Scarbrand, um, one of each of the other flavors, Karanak, 
and then the three times five flesh hound. So the awesome, awesome Ben Johnson special. Ben Johnson special, and it's kind of had my eye on it for a while, and it's yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> I love it. It was uh, it it was impressive. I I quite like that mission. I've, I've won it a couple of games with it before. It kind of suits me if I'm playing, I guess, obviously against the right opponent. Um, <coughs> pushing up to the middle too, getting you know, I had five points turn one, turn two, which is kind of my standard um, objective for that mission. Um, and sometimes it's enough after that, but not against these guys when they come in. <laughs> Goodness me, <laughs> Scarbrand, Scarbrand came in the first dice he rolls is, is for, for the, the mad axe, he rolls a six. It's like, oh, that's 16 mortal wounds. Like, All right, okay, <laughs> boom, <laughs> big deck across the forehead. <laughs> yeah, Scarbrand landed. <laughs> And then the rest of them just kind of gradually pushed back, pushed into me and consumed me. So I, I only got 100 points out of that game. I killed one unit of flesh hounds and he tabled, wasn't tabled me. Yeah. <laughs> so that was a, <laughs> a painful one. Um, so that sent me spiralling down even further. Game three was against the lovely Michael Hans and his and his beautiful Nurgle. So that was a pleasure. I haven't actually played Michael at a tournament game before. Normally we play at the club, kind of Blood Bowl or Middle Earth. We, play, we played one game of AOS before and I back when Nurgle dropped, it was pre-Heat 2 a year ago, year and a half ago now, I played him at the club and smashed oh, up his... Yeah, the smashed up his, yeah. his pre-Skaven book Skaven. Um, so that was pretty uneven. Back in those days, that was uneven, goodness me. That was when Nurgle were, you know, okay, or put me above average. So, But he got his revenge on me, goodness me. His his list, the hashtag beast meta, he'd, he'd Slymux, he had you know, three beasts, um, and he had some Blight Kings that he sat on one side. So they were three sort of, that's right, meaty flank. This was um, Total Conquest, this one. Yeah. Um, and he had his Great and Clean one and some Plague Bearers and uh, his Flies on the other side, sort of the demonic flank. And I I, I went for him. I, I sort of pushed everything in and, and bounced. <laughs> and then the the Beasts and the Blight Kings, just, they're, they're not bad together. It's a, right, it's a difficult flank to kill. Um they just swept across, and yeah, he he took me off. Goodness me, that was a a, a major win for Michael in that mission. I so. think he had a good event as well. Looking at his his games, he had Graham, Craig Graham, sorry, then Gary Pollock, then you. That's some pretty good games, like for taking yeah. Nurgle, some yeah. balanced armies. Yeah, it wasn't a bad. We list. I mean, against top lists, it obviously will suffer, but in the sort of middle lower tier, it, it, it was it was doing okay. He got he got his blades off and his flies. You know the the old the old trick there, which. Um, did some damage to me. Did a lot of damage to me. Um, it was the, the, one round of uh, drone shooting. Did he rolled a heavy amount of sixes, and that was that was um, that was on, on his way into while he was charging. So that sort of double whammy there. But it was that was nice to see. I, I I did not begrudge him at all. Getting smashed up by a sexy Nergal army. It, it got my my juices going again for Nergal. So um, so that was nice. But yeah, three major losses for me. So moving on. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go with me next, and uh, yeah, I, uh, I I I took the the fun and cuddly um, triple mortar list, which I've been promising to do for years now. Um, and because I was going to Carnage on the Sunday, I'd committed to taking it. Um, uh, and then I I was going to take something more competitive to um, to the Howling, but I'd done some rudimentary maths and thought I'm probably okay to get into the masters anyway so i thought oh sod it rather than carry two i'll just take the one army so i took that so it was basically um uh nef uh arcan and then the general being manfred because it was legion of night 
And then I took 40 skellies, 10 skellies, 10 skellies, and four harbingers. Um, and then just with my extra 60 points, I got myself a, a Cairn Wraith carrying the claw for the plus two to cast. Um, the first what the first game I, I went to was uh, obviously the same as yourself, was Places of Arcane Power, and I was against Daughters of Cain, and I, w- I, w- I was really worried because I'd looked at the lists. I remember doing the... Um, well, I don't remember much of doing the draw with Mike because I was a little bit tipsy. But, um, <laughs> but but I remember looking at it afterwards and thinking, oh, crikey, I've got no right to win this. I'd never played with Triple Mortarks before. Um, this was, it had all just been um, a glorious dream before that. Um, so it was a Hagnar um, Cauldron Guard she had with Marathi as the gen. Uh, no, it was, a, um, it was a Slaughter Queen on Cauldron. Uh, as the general, then there was Marathi and a couple of hags, and then she had, I think she had uh, thirty sisters and thirty elves, and then she had ten more elves and a couple of uh, canaries. Uh, so I was worried, as I say. Um, uh, it was her first time playing with the army, though, so she was still learning, um, and so she was, uh, she was. It's the first time I've ever played cat and. She was really good to play against. She she was honest about not knowing the rules and things, and so she had to keep checking them. And between us, we were looking at them and going to other people for a bit of advice. Um, and but I mean, no no offense to her at all, but uh, this is the first time ever I've played a game, and at deployment I knew I'd won, and it wasn't <laughs> because I was being cocky or anything. It was just. She deployed very defensively with the heroes at the back behind a load of big blocks, and there was no way she was getting on those objectives um, for at least two turns of movement. Um, yeah, granted, Marathi would get onto one, but that's the only way. Um, so um, that that's the way things kind of panned out, I suppose. Um, so she she uh, she did take uh, the centre with with Marathi, and I decided to just leave that. Um, threatened it a bit with a big unit but uh i yeah she couldn't she couldn't get the other two and uh yeah it was it was pretty straightforward really and by the end of the um second turn she only had marathi left so um i realized that i could do quite a lot of damage um so yeah it was it was a uh, it was pretty comprehensive but i think she was like i say she was getting used to the army so um nothing nothing against her and um in in practiced hands, I uh, would have had no right to win that game. I don't think. After that, I had Battle for the Bass, and it was against Rich, um, your hobby partner, um, mm. with his beast claws. Um, looking at it and Battle for the Bass, knowing that I could only be resilient on one objective because the new triangular deployment means that it's only my home one I can hold. Um, yeah, I I pretty much thought. Um, if I can weather the charge when he hits me, um, I might I might have a chance. Um, and he he deployed he deployed really well. Um, he, he took the middle objectives. He closed everything off for my ambushes, so I couldn't get in anywhere. And I thought that was it. I thought he was just gonna sit there, make me come at him, and then counter charge me on whichever middle objective I went for with like the three big boys. Um, but I think. Uh, I don't know, the blood went to his head a little after after being so destructive in game one and he just came at me. <laughs> and uh, unfortunately for him, 
only the Frost Lord made the charge. The two Huskards failed. So he hit me, and he hit me 40 skeletons. He didn't, he didn't clear them by any, by any means. Um, and then uh, uh, Curse of Years by, by Arkan just deleted the, um, the Frost Lord. It was, it was, it's been a wild coming. Um, he's had one or two moments of glory for me, and then then it happened straight down to the ones. And uh, Ouch. so there there went the um, there went the frost lord. And then I thought, okay, so I, I played a lot more aggressively than I normally play, and I just brought uh, Neferata and the Morgasts in. And rather than try to take the bat one, I just went in and and killed one of the other Huskards. Um, and once I'd done that, and two of the big boys were gone. Um, it, it was close, but I think his lack of any magic um, and that failed charge is what lost it. Um, so, so yeah, I managed to uh, I managed to take that one. And then in the last game, we had a total conquest, and I was against um, John and his uh, his uh, Skaven list. Um, so, so I had I have to apologise here because uh, I I think at this point I I'd had a no excuses, but I'd had a a late night, and and I think I was I wasn't on good form. I don't think I I was trying to be a bit funny, and I was ribbing him a little bit about uh about um the dishonourable rats and things. Uh, but I hope I didn't offend him. Um, I think I think the plague monks the the well, I think we all know that they take a lot a lot of time, and there's a lot of effort to deal with them. And he'd made like this sheet where you roll certain things and then when you re-rolls, it goes in another thing. And yeah. it was very yeah. organized. And I think it's the best way you can do it. And I don't know. I mean, I insisted on him rolling everything. And I'm a bit sorry because I didn't mean to be petty. Um, and to be fair, the first time when he came in with all these skeleton, uh, all these things into my unit of 10 skeletons, mathematically, you'd have thought, yeah, he's just going to obliterate them. But one of them did survive. And held them up for well one round of combat, so we couldn't get everything into Arkan. So I suppose it made a, a bit of a difference. But um, Arkan soon afterwards did die, and that was the only Mortar call all day that died. Actually, that that where he fell to the the scurvy rats. Um, we it 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 played out at time. Um, we were at the end of the fourth turn. Um, I'd won the priority. We both had roots in our minds of how we could have win, won. I mean, he was really composed. He wasn't rattled um, as, it, as we were playing because it was we were having to speed up quite a lot in the last 10 minutes or so, and we probably played through our turn four <clears throat> in about 10 minutes uh, for both of us. Um, but he, was, he wasn't he was right. He dealt with it very methodically and, and got it all done. And I, I, I just think I could, I might have been, a, could have been a bit better, I think. I think I moaned more. I mean, I'm just being honest there. I think I moaned a little bit more than I normally do. Um, and it was just the Skaven rules. It's the first time I've really faced them in the hands of a really competent and good player. And as they're doing things, there's just no... I don't I don't know. I think it, it, it was a bit feel bad in that, you know, there's... there's Vortex is coming up to do this and that. It's nothing to do with the player. It's it's the way. It's just the way the army works, and there's a lot goes on with death frenzies and things. And anyway, um, anyway, I hope there's no hard feelings there. It's not a, not an excuse. Um, it was a bit out of character, I think. So I was a bit 
I think I was a, a lot more competitive than I normally am. I did want to see the triple Mortax do well. Um, <laughs> so, but, so what happened at the end then? Because you've not really... well, the TO uh, called it a draw at the end. Um, we we did roll, and at the point of rolling, um, yeah, I think I think we said, well, if we roll for turn five, um, if John wins, I was happy to say it would be a con. I'd concede. I'd, I'd say he took it, and if I won, I thought I could have done things um, at the time. I mean, it's a bit foggy now, um, and I really did think I could. Um, and anyway, I won it, and at that point, um, because we could both see that certain things had happened, uh, Mike just called it a draw. And I think it's probably the the right thing to do, but um, I know I wasn't as good an opponent as I could have been there. So, uh, yeah, so hopefully there's, there's no hard feelings. Um, yeah, um, I'm not normally a competitive person, and, and it felt, I don't know, it, 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 I don't know, a little cloud for me, and that, and I think that I, I think, um, yeah. So anyway, hands held up, but yeah, that was that. So they went two wins and a draw. Um, uh, it would have been nice to finish that turn, so we could have got a a conclusive. I wouldn't have mind losing. I really wouldn't, and I never mind losing. Um, but yeah. yeah, it would have been nice, but we couldn't. We didn't get chance. So I mean, I'll I'll take that and, um. Yeah, so we got the uh, I, I got the the undefeated, and I only lost one Martark in three games. And at that point, I thought, oh, well, they're not quite as bad as I thought. So, so I was happy with that. I ended up seventh, um, which, yeah, and I'd, and I was I was quite grateful in the fact that I I was wondering I was wanting to get one win all weekend in the six games. Um, and if I wasn't going to get that one win, I was committed to buying Lady Alinda and taking it to the Masters should I qualify. <laughs> um, so I'm pretty happy I didn't. So that may be why I was uh, I was pushing myself that little bit harder. Um, but there you go. That was that was me, and it was yeah successful. So thanks to my opponents, they were uh, they were good. Um, and apologies if I wasn't on top form. It had been a it had been a a tricky couple of weeks out of the hobby, and and maybe I I, I could have. Uh, been a bit a bit happier and and a better opponent. <laughs> but there you go. What about you then, Nathan? Um, yeah. So I played Phil King for my first game. I've never played him before. Um, I'd seen him at quite a few tournaments, but not for a while. Um, he was playing his uh, Cities of Sigmar. Um, I think I, I spoke to him a bit about his army. He basically all but built this army. Uh, or intended to play it before Cities of Sigmar was even announced, like before it was a thing, yeah. and then just kind of tried to port the City of Sigmar rules onto it because all the scrolls were in the, the Cities list. So it basically just was your kind of old school Dark Elves. He had uh, one of each of the dragons, so like the, the Dreadlord on one and the Sorceress on the other. Sorceress on foot. Two units of ten Dark Shards, uh, 30 Blackguard, 30... Dread Spears and 20 Executioners, I want to say. I think that was his army. Um, we spoke about his army. There, there was no real teeth to the army, competitively speaking. It was a nice-looking army. Uh, the stuff looks really cool on the table. I like the old Dark Elf models. Yeah. Uh, but they, the, the list I was taking was bullshit, quite frankly. <laughs> and uh, has just... Uh, he, we both knew that he didn't really uh, have a sort of chance. Like um, 
he took turn or i gave him turn one um, because he had deployed just out of range i knew he had access to a bit of run and charge so like i just stayed kind of half an inch out um what even did, the what, dragons what did you have? Oh, sorry, my list was uh, three units of 20 clan rats, uh, 40 plague monks, nine storm fiends, and then a bell and two bombardiers, and the soul screen bridge, and geminids. Yeah, bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Um, the, the amount of damage that those storm fiends can do is just, it's just, it's just crap. Like, the, the, the list isn't fun to play with either. I, I like the Stormfiend War Scroll. I actually sent in some suggested point stuff. We were doing it with the the, the Six Nations Prospects uh, points review for General's Handbook. Uh, ben Johnson had reached out to everybody in ETC and stuff and asked them. The suggestion I made for them was to not increase their points because they are expensive. Limit their unit maximum to six. You should never see a unit in any of them. It's just dumb. Uh, but yeah, he he moved on to the objective on the right hand side with one dragon and moved his army forward, and I just over two turns just shot all off. Um, the storm fiends just took his whole army off after two turns. He, I I won priority for turn two and could have ended it there, but I gave him the turn so we could at least like keep playing it out and stuff and see if he could like get onto objectives and score and. Uh, Maybe if he got some points on and won priorities and could get into the shooting units to stop them shooting, then there was fringe cases where he could have got points. Like for the first two turns, I hadn't scored an objective. But yeah, he just uh, couldn't come back from it. He managed to get into the Stormfiend unit to tag them in combat, but he hadn't dispelled the Soul Screen Bridge. So in the movement phase, they just teleported through the Soul Screen Bridge out of combat so they could shoot what they wanted and then charged again so yeah uh, I, I dropped 120 points in that game i think he charged his executioners into 20 clan rats and uh then the 40 plague monks piled in and took them off so yeah i only lost 120 kill points got 2000 um i then played james chalmers from the oh, i always get this wrong northern warlords yeah yeah oh, yeah and Tales uh, of Sigma podcast. Tales of Sigma podcast, yeah. It's a triumphant it return. It's, mm. It was a good episode, and I saw uh, Martin yeah. posted, uh, he's he's bought himself some kit now, and they're getting ready to record episode two this week. Got to put us to shame, Chris. Proper technical shit and all sorts. I know. Oh, man. Uh, but I've never played James before. Um, always kind of followed him at events, seeing how he was doing. Like uh, when he was at the GT finals, I was keeping an eye on him because he had the squiggle inch. And he, was, he went 3 you know, day one. And then uh, I think he managed to win one more game day two. I think he went 4 2 in the end or something. But yeah, like he, he's been doing pretty well. He's a good player. It was all used to be him, Steve Sanderson, and Rich Hudspeth were always like contenders for podium at every event they went to. Uh, he had his new bone splitters with a rogue idol. So no formations or fancy stuff, but two big blocks of melee guys, two big blocks of shooting guys. The rogue idol and loads of wizards. That rogue idol was insane. Like he had it on a two plus save, six up after save, and then a because the bone splitters, it's got bone splitters keywords, so it gets the bone splitters save from the allegiance, wow. and then it's got a five up ignore as well. So it was a two up, five up, six up with <laughs> the buffs because the war doc can give plus one save 
I think in theory he could have had it on a one up because he had two war docks. So he could have stacked the plus one save from the war docks. Then there's a spell that's plus one save as well. Uh, rerolling ones. But uh, yeah, it was Battle for the Pass. I kind of deployed. Like, I'm, I'd not practiced with the army. I'd made a few mistakes in deployment and he let me fix it. Like we hadn't finished deployment. And uh, the way that I need to deploy my army, I think the, way, the only way you can do it really is to put the bridge down before you start putting models down just so you know where you've got to put stuff so are you putting the storm fiends through it mostly storm fiends and i try to deploy the monks to put the monks through it as well to be honest because like everybody expects the storm fiends to go through it because it gives them more range on their shooting but you can put the monks through it and you can give them the vigor dust injector to give them another plus one to charge and plus one to hit so they've got a banner gives them plus one to charge anyway. So you can have them on a seven inch charge after going through that. Um, I was I was trying to put as much stuff through it as I could. Like I think <laughs> one game I put uh, twenty clan rats, nine storm fiends, forty monks, and the bell through it. <laughs> one turn, just moved everything uh, through this uh, stupid thing. Um, yeah, it was it was cool, uh, but I'd made a mistake with it. I'd I'd already deployed my clan rats before I'd put the, the bridge down and some of the clan rats were a little bit too close. Like I thought I had the unit deployed, but then I realized that there was an extra storm fiend sitting in the middle of the table. And I was like, oh crap. And he, he let me move the stuff. Uh, like it just moved. The clan rats weren't part of the screen. They were just like dotted down at the back, nowhere near an objective. So he let me just move them out the way so I could fit the last storm fiend in that, which was very nice of him. Um, turn one went really like, turn, I gave him turn one. And I, I listened to his podcast and uh, wonder if he'll, he'll laugh when he hears this. But when we started the game, he was like, you need to just kind of take turn one or I'm just going to take over the table. And I thought for a second, yeah, probably do need to take turn one because he's going to move really fast and stuff. But then at the same time, I didn't know what any of his stuff did. So I was like, yeah, you can just take turn one. I need to see what your stuff does, like see how fast it moves. And after listening to his podcast, he was saying that he was hoping that I wouldn't give him turn one. So he, he was trying to beat me into giving him turn yeah. one. So he's a, he's a master better. So I gave him, I gave plans him turn within one. plans. Oh yeah, <laughs> laying plans. Um, he ran the big rogue idol into the middle of the table with all the buffs in the world on it. Um, scored five points. I casually got forward, like I, I positioned one of my gnaw holes in a, a place where I could put the plague monks through the gnaw hole and I would be able to get about 15 models in range of the objective. And I'd put it that far back that he wouldn't be able to get in range of it because he didn't have boar boys or anything. He wouldn't be able to get models to block it. Um, so I got that objective on one side and then on the other side he only had the rogue idol in range so i just ran a couple of clan rats forward just uh, they, they can run 14 inches if they get a six uh got the port the bridge into the middle of the table with the clan rat uh, with the storm fiends and i put a bell through it behind as well so that everything was battle shock me in shot into the rogue idol did 20 something wounds to it in the first turn but then with his uh Five up, six up. He only ended up taking 12. That thing's got 16 wins, I want to say. I think 12, no, 11. He had five wins left. Rolled priority out, and I won it. So I was like, yes, taking that big rogue, rogue idol off, and then I'll be commanding the game. Failed more and more warp power, so I had no rerolls. Uh, failed, I uh, dispelled the bridge because I wanted to try and reposition stuff. Failed to cast the bridge back. Um, failed Death Frenzy. 
Uh, failed every spell basically like either successfully cast it he unbound it or i just failed everything i'd moved away from my novels at this point so i had no arcane there was no arcane on the table near where i was uh positioned so a terrible magic phase ended up only doing three wounds to the um rogue idol i had two left after the turn, and I was my storm fiends were sitting with their their pants down, sort of thing. He put two d three heals into the rogue idol in his turn, brought it back up to like six wounds left or something. Um, then I think he got the priority the next time, so he doubled me into the storm fiends. So he got into combat with the storm fiends with the rogue idol, missed all his attacks, and the ones he did get through, I saved on a six like a boss. Um, then then he doubled me and he was in combat and we were just kind of churning away at each other I failed all my magic again turn 3, failed more and more warp power failed death frenzy, he's shooting off my plague monks, it was a really close game but what became very apparent is when we got to the end of turn 3 and we still had turn 4 to go we were at like 20 something minutes left Um, so I think by the time He'd had his hero phase when we'd had 20 minutes left. By the time he'd had his hero phase, we had just over 12 minutes left. And he had to shoot his uh, cutting, well, it wasn't cutting ruck, but his big units, Arrow Boys. I think we had six minutes left at the start of my turn four. Like we were really struggling for time. Like, wow. I never, I, I, by the time my Plague Monks got into combat, I had 20 of them or something left. They never had Death Frenzy. But it was a cagey game for me because I could see that he had he had the bodies at this point. Like all I had was clan rats, he could take them off. And uh, my magic just wasn't landing. And his hero it's his first couple of games with the army, he's got a lot of spellcasters with a lot of similarly named spells. And then all of his attacks is lots and lots and lots of dice. Like when he gets his big units of boys in, it's just so many dice. Um we ended up having to talk through the end of my turn four. I was in a commanding position, but if he'd won turn five priority, there could have been a situation where it was a draw. Um, I think that my Storm Fiends would have still been able to at least get one of the objectives, and I don't think he could have comfortably got two because I'd managed to get the bell onto one of them. He couldn't get to my backfield because he didn't have anything that could move fast enough. Um but I managed to win the priority for turn five, so it ended up not being much of a discussion. But um, he was an absolute gent. It was a very, very, very tight game. And I think his list could have probably been more competitive. The rogue idol was really cool. And it's got me wanting to play Bone Splitters after seeing them. After seeing how many and Spink doing well. The the army just seems like so much fun. There's definitely competitive legs in it. Yeah. But yeah, you need to be able to you need to be able to play fast, and I wasn't I wasn't really that practiced with my army as well, and I wasn't playing as fast as I could have. So that's in the last year and a half, that's the first game I've not finished. Mm-hmm. I've uh, I've never went to time. I think the last time I didn't go to time was with my Nagash army at the start of March last year. So, but no, it was still a really good game. Then I went on to play Spadge, um, and he didn't double turn me that one the list <laughs> the list i've got is designed to be the uh, slanesh uh, we, we spoke about it and um all the stuff that he's going to get anywhere near killing isn't going to give him depravity i'm all battle shock immune i had access to geminids um for an extra minus one to hit or minus one attack on his uh slanesh uh, demonets he if he doubled me he had a chance to make it a game but he 
the the storm fiends just have infinite range against his army um and yeah they just uh, systematically took off the the keepers i think i'd we'd worked it out that by turn four i would have tabled them um it was it it was the first time i got to see the full potential of what that that army can do uh, against an actual competitive army like i i basically i beat him in a more commanding fashion than i did phil king in game one mm-hmm. the slanesh uh, just weren't they he, he charged this 30 demonettes into the 40 plague monks with death frenzy and killed about 24 of them and those 24 killed the 30 demonettes to man with with attacks to spare i still had the staves to roll for on the the last batch that i'd killed um if he'd charged his keeper in he'd have just lost the keeper so he was at the point where he was like ready to roll the charge to the keeper i wasn't trying to coach him but i did say like you probably lose the keeper if you charge the keeper in. Regardless of fights last, as soon as you start killing my models, they pile in and fight back. Um, so yeah, that's uh, I think the three keeper version that Liam and Liam's thinking about taking and uh, John Bayliss has played with and Lee played with, James Tinsdale played with. Like the three, the three keep, three keeper version is really good because you're just going to be able to get more stuff back when the keepers inevitably die. Um, yeah, no, the the storm fiends are are broken, and <laughs> by time that I had won that game, with a, I think that was my only twenty nil. I got nineteen one versus Phil, seventeen three versus James, and twenty versus Spadge. Even, regardless of what happened on Stu and John's table, I would have won the event, which was really cool. So awesome! Well First done, well done. yeah. No, you did good. It was a it was a good result. So you were not only did you take out the event and uh, best in alliance, but you also uh, most were the <laughs> most kill points as well. So it was the well one done. award I really wanted to get. I got it last year, and it was an awesome trophy. It was like a wolf sculpture, and yeah. this year it was a skull with like a wolf's head on it. Um, so they're both sitting proudly on the on the shelf. But yet there wasn't kill points wasn't high. I was the no. only person with more than five thousand kill points at the event. Yeah, I was I had my eye on that third place dagger. <laughs> if it if it had managed to beat John, I'd have had the third if place Neferata dagger. And you know I've been coveting that for two years now after you fucked me over. No, last that was year. the second that was the second place dagger. The oh no, no, no. I want the little bone one. The that's the one bone. I want. Yeah, that's the one that matters. Uh, so, as I say, <laughs> apologies if I was being a um, a, a, a less a lesser version of myself. Oh, you'll day. be happy to know that it's in the hands of a Skaven player. Yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> so, so no, it was a but no, it was a good event. It was really good as ever, and um, and no, it was a. I, I was really happy with the triple Maltart list. I know people mocked me and said that it wouldn't do anything. But you know, I, it it has it has tricks. To be fair, it. if you hadn't been ridiculing people and intimidating them at the table, <laughs> and generally been a nasty guy to be around, then you probably wouldn't have been undefeated. So, oh, I, I mean, know, the sun to be said is, for it. Right. The the thing is, forty skeletons in their own territory with the pluses holds up most things. And then you've got the two tens and a ten of skeletons in its own terrain um, in Legion of Night. It isn't a slouch. You've got to be quite elite to get through it. And if you don't get through it, it's coming back. 
and then you've got the three Mortaks, each of which do the role. I was surprised what I did actually. I I soon migrate because um the Cairnwraith gets the plus two to cast. I always wanted him near Arcan, so Arcan had the plus four, and I got quite lucky with Arcane, so he was on plus five um to cast. So they were always going to be on the board. And Manfred was going to be on the board because I gave him pinions so he could pop his bubble. I could put him wherever I wanted, wherever the ambushes were going to come on. And what I was having to do was put Neff in ambush with the um, with the Harbingers. Now, you need somebody in with the Harbingers because even though they're on 3d6 on a 9-inch charge, the amount of times that fails and you have to re-roll it is it, it, it's significant. So, but the thing is, because I was starting with no command points, really, the you're not you're not going to be spending them turn one anyway. The way I was playing, so Neff's minus one bubbles great, but but the reality is I'm never going to be popping it turn one in that list. So she ended up just being a a reroll for for charges in quite a lot of the games because um, I I was in another event the day after. Um, so, so yeah, it was, uh, it was interesting because four harbingers coming into whatever I want them to come into, if you're not really good at screening, um, they're going to get you straight away. If you are good at screaming, screening, they can come in anyway, anywhere up to turn five. So as, as soon as you move, as soon as you blink, you make an opening that there aren't many armies that can keep a good screen. And move up and out, move up and and totally um, cover all sides. And and when you're bringing in um, four four hundred points of harbingers plus Neff, um, it's almost half of my army that's going to come and clatter you wherever I need it to. So so it it, it did a job. It was okay. And uh, yeah, it was it was quite well balanced. Um, I don't think I can take it anymore because harbingers have gone up by. What oh, so they have? They've up in the to, Blue Reapers. Yeah, I think they're one ten. Uh two ten, sorry. No, two twenty, are they not? Oh, that's even worse then. But yeah, they they've gone up anyway. Um I don't know if Arcan went up. Arcan went up as well. Yeah, so in effect, then? I don't get the clock addy then. Yeah, Arcan's um, three sixty and they're two ten, the Morgasts. Yeah, so so that's an extra twenty on the Morgasts <clears> and an extra twenty on Arcan. So that's me losing my uh, claw caddy. So it makes it, yeah, less good. So you don't have an artifact in the army. Yeah, that's the that's the reason I took it um, over. Or a you go to point. thirty skeletons. No, no, thirty skeletons not worth taking because you only have to lose one model and you're dropping down an attack. So no, yeah, of course. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't work with that because at forty you've got that buffer. Um, you can lose 10, and when you can heal, you can keep heading back into it. At 30, you've got to get to max strength and stay at max strength to have your attacks. Um, and you don't... It only costs, like, what? what is it? It's 80 per 10, um, but it's only 280 for 40, so you're not actually saving that much by dropping them to 30 anyway. Um, you're only saving 40 points, which, well, it does cover it, I suppose. But yeah. Math. Math, there it is, <laughs> buggers. So yeah, uh, I'll, I'll touch on um, my day two if you want, um, because Sean McEchnie and myself uh, left left the Howling um, and drove down to uh, Sunny Kendall to meet up with uh, Adam Rawson, uh, who's a 
semi-regular up in the north. Um, and we were going down there to play at Carnage the day after, which was a, a new event um, by Adam Turner, who runs the uh, Aegon of history. Uh, and Carnage is it's an eight-player event, which is very different. And I'll tell you, it's uh, it was a very good experience. Uh, the venue's phenomenal. It's their club venue, and it's in a crypt underneath a medieval church. Oh, right. So right. you go down this tiny little <laughs> stone staircase into, like, uh, the catacombs of a church, um, and then you've got all the tables are laid out um, with great scenery as ever from, like, the Aegon group. But it's not just that. You've got, like, uh, scoreboard counters where you're flipping over your turns and your your victory points and this, that, and the other. There was range rulers for everybody. There was dice for everybody. Um, there was tape measures, uh, chewing gum. Um, there chewing was uh, yeah, yeah, in your little pack of stuff at the awesome. side. You had a little box of everything you needed, and then there was a there was um, a fridge which was stocked with um, beer and soft drinks. Um, there was a massive shelf full of chocolate and crisps and stuff there were pasties sandwiches everything and it was all free you just helped yourself um and it all came as part of your ticket so it was a very vip sort of um mm. experience it was like a yeah different level stuff it was really good and um they're always a friendly bunch the local lads and the people who go to these events are really good and and adam's a great host um so so i was looking forward to it it was worth the trip um, and it was just, a, as I say, eight players, so three games. It was sort of like a true knockout um, setup. Um, there was, a, same as Howling, there was no realms, no realm artifacts. So I took exactly the same list with the claw. Um, yeah, so, so just to really, really quickly go over it. Um, my game one was Total Commitment, um, which Legion of Night never likes. And I was against Beast Claw again. Um, uh, I, I I went into this day after doing well the day before. Um, I, I just went. I, I just played ultra aggressive, which is nowhere near like me either. Normally, I, I play very defensive. I wait for someone to make an, a mistake and then pounce. And I just went into it very very aggressive. So um, total commitment means yeah, I had to have everything on the board anyway. But um, yeah, it was a. Uh, I just I just went went all for it and just charged everything forward and and killed things. After seeing how I did against the the beast claw the day before, um, I knew what I could do and what the harbingers on full health and things can do. I didn't want to get double turned. Um, I'm pretty sure I was given first turn, um, and I just I just pushed everything forward and charged in straight away. Uh, so as I say, um, I did that and, and yeah, I, I, I destroyed the army and I didn't lose a model. Well, I didn't lose a unit. So oh. it was, a it was quite a, it, it, it was ultra aggressive. Um, again, my, my opponent was a gent and, and thank you very much. Game two was total conquest, which I'd played the day before. And I was playing against a, a pretender, um, in, um a, a, another manfred with legion of night so um i was against adam rawson my gracious host um now now there is some controversy that i haven't told you about and i'm going to take oh, a yeah. view from you on um because the cloud may have followed me today too 
<laughs> so let's see what you think. I was just so anyway, say, how many sports awards did you win I, that I, weekend? I reckon I got hee-haw. I'm telling you, I was I was <laughs> on top, and I, and I feel a bit of a I feel bad. Um, I'm not like that. But anyway, I wanted to show that triple malt tax was a thing. So anyway, it was aggressive again against Adam. Uh, Adam. Adam gave me first turn, and I just thought, right, I saw a bit of a gap, and I brought in Neferata and the the Harbingers right in his backfield, right in the corner. Um, I rolled a 16-inch charge with the Harbingers. So I leapfrogged his screen. I leapfrogged Vaudry and went straight into Manfred. Uh, and I killed Manfred turn one with the Harbingers. Um, so that was killing the, the general. So I did lose Neff and the Harbingers in return because Vaudry and 40 Skeletons just ate them. Uh, but I think that once you lose your general in a in a legion's army, that lack of resummon summoning uh, twinned with the resilience of my death rattle because because I'd managed to jump in and score, um, he then had to come at me, uh, and because my death rattle was in my own territory and he was coming into my territory to fight, I had that advantage. So I think the resilience of the death rattle plus me being able to resummon dead units uh, won the day. Now, Adam, as ever, was a really good opponent, and we, we have fun. Uh, and we both had Manfred, and he kept prompting me because I am i don't normally play Manfred. And um, and he's got the rule, do you know the armor of Templehof? No. Right, well, he's the got first this... first wound he takes, he yeah. or something. Yeah. Every, every round, or every turn, the first wound he takes, he ignores. So, the... and he kept telling me every time, no, no, no minus one remember da, da, da. and yeah i'm daft and i forgot it but but just bear that in mind for my last game because uh yeah there was a uh, um some controversy so the final game was battle for the pass again i'd played it the day before and i was against a gristle go feck list uh, my opponent um shep was an absolute uh gentleman again um and this one he gave me turn one um, and again, I went aggressive. I brought in Neff and the Harbingers, and I just went straight into his general. I saw the opening. I went in um, to the Gristlegore general, thought, I need to get that charge. And I fluffed every single attack virtually. Um, I think I got him down to five wounds remained in the Gristlegore general. And then he just smashed me. Uh, he killed all my Harbingers. He killed Neff and advanced up the board. And it was looking pretty bleak. Um, it looked terrible. Uh, basically, it got to the stage where his um, his secondary terrorgeist uh, went into my uh, forty skellies and did a load of damage. And at that point, I thought, I mean, basically, what I had left was ten skeletons, um, Manfred, and forty skeletons. Um, oh, and my little Cairnwraith, and he did loads of damage. And I had to make a choice. And what I decided, and the only way I could see to win, was to let the skeletons die to Battleshock, resummon them with my only command point, which I was going to get the next... Uh, oh no, I was going to have two command points. I was going to resummon them. And then I was going to have to... To have any chance of doing anything, I was going to have to make the nine-inch charge with the skeletons, because there was no heroes going to be near the only place I could get them. And then I was going to have to... Or whatever it, however it worked, I needed a nine-inch charge, and I had to kill that terrorgeist and get a double turn, so that I could then do something else. Um, so 
I I went for it. I left. I let them die. I I then took my turn. I resummoned them nine away. I moved Manfred over. Um, I I made the nine inch charge with the skellies. Uh, I might have had to re-roll it. I'm not too sure. They got in, um, and then Manfred got in and killed the. I think what had happened was he attacked. I don't know what I did. I think I think I attacked with Manfred and I had him on just a, a couple of wounds left. And I hoped then, because the skellies had gone in, he'd go for the skeletons to try and reduce the attacks, but he didn't. He went into Manfred and he and he got him down to uh two wounds to Manfred. And then I was like, oh shite. And then my skellies killed him and then he rolled, you know, when they explode, when they die. Yeah. And he did two mortal wounds. And I was like, oh, bugger. So my head went down. I picked up Manfred. And then everybody was sort of like, because we were the top table. And then Adam said, and here it is, Temple Hofgate. Remember you get to, did, is that <laughs> even with, with ignoring the first wound? And I, I was like, oh, no, it's not. <laughs> now, now, am I totally out of order here? Because... I just put him back down, <laughs> and because it's an innate ability. If he was telling me, um, "Oh, you should have cast this, or you should have done that," that's one thing. But yeah, anyway, I'm going to be controversial here and say that you weren't out of order, but Adam was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I you think don't, that, that's you don't coach you somebody in the game. No. Well, he, he, the thing was, we were there was that banter between us in our game, and he yeah. kept me right, and he, he his mouth opened before he thought, and he, he held his hands up as well, and poor Mr. Turner, who's hosting, his yeah. eyes, his face dropped, and the lad yeah. I'm playing, at that point, you know, he, he's seeing this as, he would have been dead, uh, and, you know, he's he's like, he's he, he's starting to look a bit stern, and he's a, he's a big, tall lad, he was a policeman, and I was starting to, I was thinking, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it was still in my hand. I hadn't put him down. I hadn't done anything else. So I just put, I just put him, put him back on the board, and I was like, "Oh yeah, it's in eight. And and he was, he wasn't hundred percent best pleased, as you can imagine. And <laughs> and uh, anyway, um, at that point, I then won the double turn. I successfully <laughs> charged Manfred because uh, it was the end of the combat phase. Then Manfred healed a little bit. I then success. Oh, no, he didn't heal. Um, he, we then successfully charged into his general, um, and killed his general with Manfred. Um, <laughs> and at that point, everything turned from me being totally unlucky and fluffing everything to everything going right. So, yeah, it is Temple Hofgate. I I, I kind of reassured Jeez, myself Jeez, with it Jeez. being that inhate and ability, but. If it, if it was something where I had to make a conscious decision to do it and it wasn't just written, um, it, it doesn't say you can. It just says you ignore it. So anyway... The game I, of Warhammer is about I, I, the rules know, that you remember versus the rules you... <laughs> I know, and I feel... Again, it's not your is, fault. It's a cloud that's followed me today too. And then <laughs> I, can see, I can see why Shep felt a bit hard done by that. But just, he dealt with it well. He, he did... Um, um, it, it was quite comprehensive in terms of points by the end because at that point it just sort of snowballed um, but yeah I did feel a bit hollow um, so there was a, a cloud on both days to be honest um, but that just... said 
it was a it was a great result for the three Mortart build. Um, just just don't commit any uh, small crimes or misdemeanors in the kind right, of exactly. Windermere Kendall saying, area. You, you'll be all right. Gonna, I was going to be getting pulled on the way home. There was all sorts of. <laughs> I hope you I drove like, exactly the speed limit as you left Kendall, did you, or Windermere? Well, I, I felt bad. Um, but the thing was, yeah, I, yeah. Anyway, um, maybe, maybe um, I, I would like to play the guy again, and he did deal with it really well. And I can, yeah. I mean, yeah, sounds like you played a lot of good sports. I did. I did play a lot of good sports. Um, so, yeah. But there you so go. There we have it. Triple Mortark. Pretty good. So long as you're a cunt. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's it. I think. I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel a bit bad. I, I took this uber fluffy <laughs> list, and then I was just a knob for two days. <laughs> no, you're not I, a knob. You're you're over egging it. Yeah, like I, I was. I only got to catch the tail end of your game with uh, with John, but you didn't come across. Um, I was just like you were, you were trying too hard, and I, I heard about the, the joking. Yeah, no, I was more negative than. Than maybe I um I normally am and yeah I mean it's a, it's not a fast army to play that Skaven list especially with plague monks and things um, I struggled I, I well in the games I didn't just table my opponents in two turns I, I struggled so against uh, Chalmers that was a, it was a hard game to fit in five turns you need to you need to practice it a lot. Like going going to masters. If I'm taking any monks, I'll I'll make sure to to get a couple of games in and get the reps in. I'm definitely going to do the sheet like John done as well. Yeah, I think but, that speeds things up great. I think he did really well doing that, and you know he got to make a conscious effort to get the games done. Um, but yeah, no, you need to cut corners somewhere. Yeah. So there you go. Um, triple Martax was okay. Yeah, we could so. maybe do a public service announcement as well because it kind of happened a little bit at the end of the howling but if there is a game going on and maybe it's the top tables and yeah. people are crowding around and watching give the people on the table space if they're playing and yeah. uh, I even found myself guilty of it I felt when you and John were trying to work out the end of the game and John was talking about X model would move to here and I felt myself just observing it opening my mouth going can even move that fast sort of thing like that was just as mike says like everybody that's not playing the game just get away from the table yeah. i think yeah just give the, the table space everybody stay away yeah. I, I i hate photo around my table i'll be honest yeah i do as well i'm never at a top for it to matter that much um i Any think table. it was, doesn't need was to be it, a top table oh but, totally totally yeah was it not your game as well there was a there was a bit of a crowd and mike mike sort was, of shouted out. do you know i yeah. didn't actually i didn't actually notice it i was too yeah in the zone trying like because as soon as i saw the time was getting down i really tried to play fast i think if it had been if it'd been my priority and it's nothing against uh james i, I just think with my priority if i'd got the priority that turn i would have probably have been quicker i'd have probably given him a bit more time i'd have cut corners but because he's his army the way it works you've got to cast the buffing spells so you've got to think out the order of your spells and then all of his units that do damage roll tons of dice per model. So while I only had a diminished unit of Plague Monks, he had a block of 30 stickers, two blocks of 20 Araboys. Like, he had a lot of dice to, th to roll. Um, you've, you've just got to 
you've got to only do what you need to do. So like you obviously made the the comments true that you made him roll all his dice. That was early in the game. Yeah. Am I right or am I wrong? Yeah, so you yeah, roll yeah. the dice. I agree with that wholeheartedly. When you get to the point you've got 20 minutes left, that's yeah. when both players make the conscious effort to go, do you know what, let's just let's get the game done instead of letting it run out to time. Um, but when you're early in the game, everything, every, every dice roll matters, and I agree that you should have, you made them roll, you did the right thing, making them roll all the dice. I would have rolled all the dice for my unit as well. I did it against uh, Spadge. <laughs> it was funny. <laughs> I shot my, uh, I was shooting the, the rattling guns into a unit of 10 demonettes, and in the previous game, I shot off 60 wounds of bone splitters with the nine rattling guns. And uh, he was like, yeah, just uh, just roll the dice. I did like 30 odd attacks and got like 20 wounds through. And he was like making his armor saves. And I was like, they're two damage each. He's like, you should have just said and just took them off after I'd rolled all the dice for it. Uh, nah, you've got, I, to, you've got to play fast where you can and cut corners. I, I had some fun in the game three with against the hand against hands and his Nurgle. I, I got the, for first time ever, I got the, the ghouls, unit 20 ghouls up on plus three attacks. Oh, nice. <laughs> so they're so they're six attacks each until you kill one because it's only twenty, yeah. um, but they get their plus one on their scroll when they're twenty. So it was, it was whatever that is, and I I sent them into his drones and I I didn't get them all in, but I was rolling, oh, I don't know, about one hundred and twenty dice or something. So that's my that's the most I've ever rolled. But I, you know, it's fours and fours, no rend. It did about sort of like I don't know. Yeah, it's <laughs> not a lot. Yeah. After that's the same. A few yeah, it's the same as my skeletons. That's one hundred and twenty. Yeah. Um, and I didn't take a necromancer, so it didn't van hells them. So, well, I, I was I, I had them frenzied. Yeah, you know, feeling frenzied. I did that, did that twice. <laughs> <laughs> so Hans took a seat for ten minutes while I rolled my dice. But anyway, and I the thing finished. is, you can't even speed it up with a dice app with plague monks and things. You can. Well, well, when you've got death, when you've got death frenzy and stuff on, does it? So you need they to, seem to if you're you rerolling sixes. Yeah, if you're doing certain things with. With the rerolls because they do double damage or they do rend or something, don't they? So yeah, yeah six is to hit a rend one and six is to wound our uh, two damage. Yeah, death frenzy. The bit that slowed down the game that I had with uh, James with regards to the monks was definitely down to death frenzy. So a lot of people do death frenzy wrong and just no, pile all their models. Oh, John does attacks. it right. Don, yeah. John does it right. He's because he played it masters. He knows how to and do six, it. And Six Nations. Yeah, you've got to do that's it right. What I mean, sorry. Yeah. He um. So he knew exactly, and he was doing it right. He did them in order, and he he moved them. He piled them in first, and then he'd pile them all in, put them to one side, and then roll it. And he did, and he's efficient with it. Uh, but there's nothing you can do beyond what John did to make that a faster a faster unit. I don't think. You just I need think... to you just need to play it faster. Small smaller dice, uh, have them pre counted out already. Roll and uh, just get the head down, just get it done. At the end of the day, if you do it right, it'll be five minute increments. So you'll you'll do it and it'll take five minutes, then you won't need to do it again for another 15, 20 minutes. Just get it done and out of the way and then focus. You need to cut the corners and the other uh, the rest of your game. So he had what, four impactful spellcasters? Yeah. And endless spells. That's adding time to the games. I just had four. I had four cast total. I had the bell that can cast two spells, and then a sing, two single cast wizards. So my hero phase was quick. Shooting phase, high damage, but relatively low number of dice. Um, the only thing that really slowed down my games was the monks and death frenzy, and yeah. that I wasn't practiced enough with it to to do it quickly. But there is ways that you can do it fast. People could play cut and ruck fast and get games done with cut and ruck. That's hard, that's slower. 
to play than that. Uh, I actually find 40 skeletons as slow as Plaguelinks. I really struggled with my 40 skeletons when I was playing the Gash. Yeah, it's no um, fast. Yeah. Boy, skeletons, especially with Van Hells and stuff. If you've got necromancers, yeah, I like, didn't, it's a long, no. it's a long combat phase. Yeah, no, I didn't, I didn't take them, and don't often get forty in. Um, so you tend to use a, a forty in that sort of a, a force as well as a good third of the units holding an objective, and you you sort of stringing it out to use a mm. a nebulous blob that then goes and attacks in different places, and as things die it goes back and then grows again in a different direction. Um, so your unit, the way I play with my skeletons is they, they're normally holding something and attacking something. And once they've taken that, they then, um, you cut them off and then regrow them in another direction. Um, you know, just intentionally losing a big chunk of them so you can grow the other way. Um, and I was using it mainly on day two um, and against... Um, in my final game there, my unit of 40 skeletons was holding my own objective and it took both the center objectives in Battle for the Pass um, just by charging but holding and then cutting myself off then respawning as a snake going the other way and then yeah. charging that way as well. And uh, it's just it's just getting used to it. But I've played skeletons for a good nearly three years now, I think. And uh, you, you just get used to using a big... A big blob like that, don't you? you I, don't think... To, I think you'd get used to the plague monks as well, but things like death that. frenzy and double death frenzy complicate things a little bit. At least they don't grow back. That's no, the that's it. When they're gone, they're gone, and they are and, easy to shift. And once death frenzy's gone, once that that caster is out of range because uh, of a skitter leap or it being killed or whatever, they die pretty fast once there's yeah. no death frenzy, and and it goes and and we found that, and they certainly weren't weren't. Um, a time sink later in the game those plague monks so so i think i think it is the death frenzy that's the issue um and i think there was a they might even i, I don't know i might even be misremembering there might even have been double death frenzy on it in turn one when it it came into my unit of um 10 skellies and then it minced its way through them and arcan in the end but yeah it was it wasn't fast but then yeah i did make the poor man roll all those dice and the thing is you can see in in and and John's John's he likes the game and things, and you could see he wasn't enjoying using that unit. Um, and I can't imagine somebody who takes two or three of that unit enjoying the game because there can't be any pleasure in that. Um, there really can't because there's so so much bookkeeping, rolling, and just it, it's just you must be on edge trying to control all those. Um, just a unit of 40 of them is high maintenance. Trying to take 120 people talk about. It's, I, I wrote a list with 200. No, that's just... <laughs> it is madness. Well, I say I wrote a list that I could send a list with 200. No, that's crackers. Um, I, I, I said to... There was, I was talking to Darren about potential lists for Masters because I don't want I'm, I don't want to play the nine storm fiends but where I'm at right now I'll probably play them just to try and shoot off any slanesh players I'll send you a, a triple Mortart net list you can use that if you want nah, I'm too nice a guy to get any games <laughs> one with that you are I thought you were taking it there's no there's no sports no, no, masters no I'm retiring it. <laughs> you'll, you'll fit in fine I'm I'm retiring it six games uh six six games undefeated despite um uh a TO's arbitrary decision on a on a draw for the final game in one, um, and um, a Temple Hofgate 
in game two in day two so i think i've rode my luck with that list and i, I don't think i'll be pulling it out again so what's no. that four wins a draw and the win for adam rossen yeah right, cool. so yeah no but um yeah thanks again to both to to john and to shep for um for not throttling me or uh <laughs> or, i still uh, think you're being overly critical of yourself well i always you hold yourself to high standard but i do and, I, and i'm not going to criticize anybody else ever anyway because it's not the way i not the way i work but um I, you know, I, I could have been better. I know I could. Um, so, so I'll hold my hands up all the time. Could have won less games. Yeah. <laughs> well, then I've, I've never. Won. That's the first event I've ever won. So, with a bit of coaching from Adam, he's he's got me my my first, <laughs> first place trophy. So, oh, no, I have I have to be humble with it. And I did and I did say to the guy, I can I can fully appreciate where he's coming from. Uh, and if it hadn't have been an innate thing on the scroll, um, if it was anything that says, oh, but you can do this, then I'd have said, no, no, I didn't think about it. But yeah, maybe I made the wrong choice. Maybe I'd already picked him up. Maybe I should have said, oh, I'd forgotten about it. I don't know. Maybe uh, you'd remembered and you're just pulling their legs and really you've done it just because you know that it would have just caused them so much mental turmoil to see the model get taken off just to get put back. Yeah, you've, known, you've won it. the mental game. You've been yeah. laying plans. One. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Feign disorder. Entice in your enemy, then crush them. You knew that he was going to roll exactly enough damage for you to just oh, ignore one wound and be left alive. It is so crazy. And then Manfred <laughs> turned into a beast. And I'll tell you, in the following three turns, he was back up to full health, I think, oh at the end God. of the game. And he just walked around the board. And then in the end, I uh, I don't know. I, I, I decided to, there was like um, secondaries and one of them was you had to have somebody in your opponent's deployment zone. So I, I pinioned him and <laughs> give him an extra, and it rolled the big one. So he was extra Ted move. <clears throat> so I moved him because uh, he was back up to full elf at that point. I moved him um, 26 <laughs> Plus my six because I spent a command point to move him thirty-two, so I put him right on the backboard edge of, of my opponent. So, so you put him right up in his face, is what you're saying? Well, right in, yeah, where he was stood, <laughs> right, um, right next to, right next but, to your actual opponent. Because that was the only way I could have got that secondary. But he also had forty ghouls there, so he did at least have that satisfaction of putting forty ghouls into Manfred and ripping him to pieces in the final turn. So <laughs> at least, at least there was something there. Um, but yeah, so there you go. Um, you can see why I'm not celebrating and uh, lauding it on on social media about the results. So thank you to those people who have uh, messaged and whatnot about Triple Mortax uh, breaking the meta. But it was there was clouds involved, breaking spirits. So, yeah, so there you go. <laughs> Taking memes. <laughs> so I don't think I'll be taking it again. I don't think I can. As it I brings say. out the worst in you, Stuart. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Don't triple mortax. I had to prove something. Um, Show your true colours. That's what you did. Oh. I'll be keeping an eye on you in the future. That's the problem. I've uh, I've, I've got to the. You've stage made a name for yourself now. <laughs> turned into a cock. So no, I'm gonna I'm gonna be. Um, I was hoping the ogres could draw me back, but there's no dreadmore in there. Um, gorgers, take gorgers. Bye. Yeah, if they brought out a new gorger model, I would. Well, that 
She's your Mortax. Put them on little little bases. Yeah. Oh jeez. I don't know what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna bring Iron Jaws. I'm gonna bring my nice. How many? Nice... How many art fists? No art fist. I'm taking the word <laughs> the word fist. Oh no, I'm not. I'm not going for any of that nonsense. But no, I'm, I'm going to have to dial it back because no, uh, it was good to to do to do well, but it's the the bulk yeah, of it. Well done, I didn't yeah. enjoy it. Yeah, don't know. Anyway, you give as good as you get, and that's all you did. Yeah, well, we'll see. We'll see. Next next time out, next uh, competitive game I'll have will be at the Masters. If I, I think I've, I think I'm quite safe. How about a rankings update, Scott? Yeah, let's do it quickly. So there's been, well, since the last one, I guess. Well, Howling was the big one. That was pretty much a ninety point event. Wow, for, uh, being a one dayer. Um, which I'll talk about that maybe at the end. But and there was also a cheeky little uh, Newcastle um, battle bunker, they call it. Uh, there's been sort of round one, round two, round three that they've submitted to me. So it's little, little small. Um, well, in actual fact, this was a two day event. This was a two day eight man event. So oh, that's what we need. <laughs> we should all have one of them. <laughs> so they're taking, the, they're put, they're playing the meta. They're taking advantage of my scoring system, which needs to be addressed. Anyway, so that's been in the mix. Um, those two events and the, the resulted changes. Well, there's not a uh, well. Let me, let me click on the sheet here. There's been a little bit of movement. So, um, top four <clears throat> unchanged: Lee, Martin, JP, John Bayliss, who was your Skaven player there, and, and our, our our dearly beloved uh, friend Liam. He's still in fourth place. So, no change from them there. No improvement in their scores. That was to be. Their their minimum scores were pretty much un, untouchable from from that event. I think maybe if, if Liam or Lee had won it, they might have improved by a point or 0.5 a point anyway. So they're, they're all set. Um, fifth place, though, is, is Nathan. He, he he jumped up three places with that win, so that, that pulled your your uh, top three scores up a little bit. I over-egged it. I just wanted seventh. <laughs> so you've pushed uh, John Craig down at the sixth, Mike Callahan in the seventh, and Craig Graham into eighth. So they've, they've all made way for you. Um Bazooka, Paul Duduka, he had a good howling. So we, we probably actually should say, should say the top three there, shouldn't we? But yeah, he got third. He got third. Rich Hudspeth, second. second Sylvaneth. Sylvaneth. So Skaven, Sylvaneth, Skaven, and then Fire Slayers up in fourth. They were the they were the four three win lists. Andy Curry and his Captain Curry JP and his Fire well. Slayers. JP Gannis got three wins. Did he have three majors? Yeah, but no, he, sorry, he had a minor game. He had a minor, one. didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, good old JP. He was a minor win. He um, always beats me at best death as well. He's a, he's a, <laughs> a bad man. So he was running. He was running grief. Um, so that not, pushed not not a real legion. <laughs> that, that pushed the bazooka up to eighth. Sorry, ninth place. Uh, he was up three places. Uh, David Jack in his shoot cast. He held in the tenth place. David Nemeth dropped two places. Eleventh. Stu up three places to twelfth. So controversial. So safely <laughs> navigating his way into Masters. Get those eight, so. get those eight player events and guys, <laughs> worth loads of points. Oh eight no, players. I didn't get any points out of that, even though I won it. It no, really wasn't as high you, as my. I'm pretty sure you did. No, I didn't. It still wasn't as high it. as my other stuff. Yeah, 
just, just, um, <laughs> just. Yeah, seventh at the Howling or first at Carnage. They were very close, but but Howling was marginally better. Yeah, yeah. So your minimum score is still like sixty-eight point six. So you still go a bit leeway. Yeah. Oh, so you only cleared it by like three points. Yeah, it was only it was it was very close. Um, so that's twelfth. Stu's got in there comfortably, two hundred twenty-five points. So you'll be there for Masters, no problem at all. Thirteenth um, place, up eight. Andy Curry with his fourth event, but knocked off one of his weaker scoring ones. So a fourth fourth place finish gave him like best part of seventy points, I think. So he, oh, in fact, it was more than that. So he's uh, he's comfortably in as well. I think he's on two twenty. Undefeated at Howling as well. <laughs> of course, six, yeah. six for six at Howling games. <laughs> um, Ian Spink, the uh, the Beast Hunter himself, he had a good Howling. Um, I can't think. Actually, I've got the positions here. I can tell you. Best sports as well. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, donned the hat. Um, so he is up a few places. He's up. Four places, um, so he's in 14th, so he's probably pretty comfortable as well. 215. Um, <clears throat> Ross Joyce down four places, didn't I don't think he improved on his score at Howling. Um, he's on 211. Phil McGuinness on 210, he's down three places in 16th. Martin Swaffield, pretty much on the same score, down three, 17th. Rich Hudspeth, now this was his third event and he came second, so he got a wider points. So he's actually up ridiculously 57 places, up to 18th. Right. He's, he, he's came flying up. Um, and he's still got the the one dare on next uh, two weeks time, the the deadline day. Um, so he could improve on his scores. But he's an eighteenth, so he's probably in anyway. To be honest, um, Matt Rennie down three. Uh, he's in nineteenth on two oh seven points. So he's squeaky bum time a little bit. Still the most events this year. No, no, he didn't go to Howling. So he's um, Lee and Liam have got ten. Right, okay. So there you go. He's on nine. Jamie will be on ten after next week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah engineering these little events. <laughs> um, Jamie Ferguson, he hasn't played for a few months now, but he's still hanging on. He's, he's done three events, so he's efficiently got himself a place in Masters as things stand. Whether he accepts it or not, we'll wait to see. Um, he's on 205. So that's the 205 is a cut off just now. Um, but we'll see how things change. Adam Rawson. Hero of Carnage. He's yeah, it's uh... my hero. It's my hero. <laughs> He's probably the anti-hero. Causing Maybe Carnage. The, probably the in jail right now. Yeah. <laughs> that, that Polar <laughs> scum. He's had, he's had his tires checked and everything. He's had, uh... smashed him right up. There's a speed yeah. trap at the end of the street he lives on. <laughs> uh, he's on basically 200 points. So he's he's only a few points off. But I don't think he's playing anything else. His oh. his lowest. Come on, Rawson. Get over well, he, to get over to Newcastle and play in this big do, event. His lowest score is thirty-two, so he'd quite easily. Or he'd quite easily get in. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll give you some coaching. Take yeah. a skate in it. Jeez, take plague monks. <laughs> Those monks too. I'll lend um, you some. I'll lend you some Mortarx. So he's on twenty-first, so he could still make it with dropouts uh, as things stand. But we'll, I think there'll be a little bit, tiny bit of movement in the bottom half, the bottom third maybe. Uh, John Conley twenty-second, Kevlo twenty-third, Johnny Ford twenty-fourth. They're all well down to one eighty now, so they need really to top up. Two two hundred, two ten will get you in, I think. Tell us about twenty fifth. Twenty fifth, Mr. Harper. Ah, and twenty sixth. Mark Roberts. Oh shit, where's Spudge? <laughs> <laughs> Hang on. 
So he's still down, getting shot by storm fiends. He just oh. dropped two places. He's down to thirtieth, hundred and sixty oh. points. So he, he did get a good score at Howling. Um but he's he's yeah, he's shy. Quite a bit shy. So oh, sad times. Um but James Chalmers, just to put him in the perspective here, he's done two events, but he's in thirty eighth, hundred and thirty two points. So I 80 think top, points would clear him if he finishes top three of his event. Top three will get him probably 209, 210, so it might just sneak him in there. So there, there's his mission there. Um, there's a few folk playing down there, but I think really it's... Uh, if Like Kev Lowe, he's 23rd. If he goes to Winter War, does well, he could boost up and maybe get into contention. Kev does this on purpose. Do you not remember last year we were waiting <laughs> for the deadline? Kev, the Aberdeen event, to try and sneak into Masters. I think... I think realistically, it's Kev Chalmers that can really significantly improve. Uh, I want Johnny John, again. Do you know the worst oh, thing? Well, could Johnny happen? could. Johnny could. Johnny's well, Johnny's worst score is fifty-one, so he needs probably thirty points. So he really, well, yeah, it's tight. Can get it. it. Can get it. Yeah. Do you know what? I, do you know what I fear? Is Martin is hosting this big event, and he, he could well end up because he's not playing at it. <laughs> Giving his boys he could. boost to knock him well, out of masters. He's on two ten, so he's he's yeah. You never know. He's in the danger zone, and and he'll feel exactly like I do when I run Northern Invasion every year. Yeah, <laughs> be red seeing all your friends. Every red card and everybody game two. <laughs> <laughs> I'd expect Rich to improve on his 56, 57 point lowest score. He's below Martin by a couple of points, so he should go above him. Um, yeah, and that leaves what three places him. below him. Yeah. Two I places below him, so... Nah. If Paul Martin puts on a big event and gets bumped out of the Masters for it, that's a travesty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we'll see. I mean, uh, you know, hopefully everyone can make it um, in the top 20. And I've already been saying, I hope everyone brings their proper A-game filth. Let's, let's see the proper lists, fighting the proper lists to see where things um, come out, you know. Tell us about the Masters. Is it in the realms? So, the pack, I'm going to get I'm gonna get the pack out this week because, yeah time's moving on we know the date 7th and 8th um it's not going to be in the realms is the answer okay. um there will be so no ethereal dragons so this dragon i bought <laughs> well no you can take you can take you, you know about two zombie dragons <laughs> you know it's going to have an ethereal one and a neph ethereal can, one what ethereal amulet yeah, I was going to have the amulet on one. That's you fine. You can take artifacts. You can take artifacts. Oh, can you? Oh, yeah. yeah. What, what I mean is, there's no, there's no spells, and there's no. All right. Um, there's, there's, there's the, there's the hint as what I'm taking. I'm taking <laughs> two, 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 two dragons. One with the amulet. One getting Neff's uh, in, in vulnerable Legion of Blood, with uh, Neff and Manfred, um, and then a shit ton of skeletons, or possibly four harbingers. I've got two lists. Um, but yeah, there you go. There's the hint for people. Um, yeah, I'm yeah. gonna have two ethereal dragons smashing into people with two martaks right behind them, and then a load of skeletons holding my objectives, and maybe four Arbin just coming in as well to to give you a poke. So but be we'll... able be able to get the the invites out on this the Sunday the seventeenth. Give it a couple of days max to get answers, so people get time to. If it rolls down the list, time to book accommodation, things like that, if they want to. Because um, there will be a night out on the Saturday, obviously. Um, and then aiming to get lists in probably uh, towards the, the end of November um, so that we can 
do a bit of coverage on them here and you know get a bit of hype going get them yeah. released the week of the event so that'll be monday the second you know that sort of time scale of December. we'll take the microphones in as well to do some yeah 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 so Absolutely. are you are you bunking up with my with me yeah yeah, yeah we've I'll... got a spare bed then so yeah. if there's anybody attending that that wants to endure stereo snoring from me and scott um, and a bit of art of war a bit of art of war you can have some <laughs> some lame plans aiden I need, gillen I need, I need some help for 2020 soporific tones <laughs> and uh <laughs> me, me and scott snoring heavily <laughs> um so yeah that, that's the idea get the, get the list in the start of december get the hype going i will probably not announce the mission um <laughs> i'm gonna keep it Ever. pretty tight <laughs> scott i would i would quite happily just do it the way that we did it last year where we actually have all the guys stand around the table yeah and roll, roll the mission because that was a great laugh that was good fun that um, was a good laugh the, the only masters should know all the missions they should be yeah. able to play them or at like least adapt. the guys down south were commenting going, it doesn't look like a masters like a Warhammer Masters looks like a hangout with your mates and play games, Masters, and that's what the that's what the atmosphere was like last year. And I think yeah. we should just yeah. go for that again. Just okay. release, you've got to bring the shields back as well because yeah. you've got to hand it over to me. The list will be released. The, 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 All right. the, round, the round one draw is not going to be seeded like last year. It'll be it'll be random. Yeah. Um, and I'll do that probably like the night before or something. Or yeah, don't, don't allow see. grudges. But you won't know what mission you're doing. You won't know. You won't have both pieces of information until right before the game. Put it that way. Cool. Oh, it's exciting. It is. Uh, thank you very much for doing it because uh, it really, it it's great. At the end of the year, it's something to look forward to and work to all year, and then to actually go and and hopefully other people. Last year there were a few people who weren't playing, who stu- still came along and came out with us at the night and stuff like that. Yeah, well, I'll be looking for an assistant or two, definitely, to to keep an eye on you lot. We need a roving particularly, particularly you, Stu. Yeah, <laughs> quite we need a, few a roving that were there last year that have qualified or going to qualify this year. Obviously, so there's there's a quite a few people who didn't yeah. make the qualification last year that have qualified this year. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So there's a lot of new people at Masters. It's cool. Yeah, folk have had it on their on their radar much more. I think, and, mm-hmm. and that's that's great. That was idea. Um, if we the, if we the, had better internet, you could have got um, some some streaming coverage. I'm sure from our well, uh, yeah, I was, I was down the J- road. I was chatting to JP about it as well. He was he was a little bit excited by that prospect and was going to look into it. But I'm like, well, I, I don't think it's really set up yet. And a month no. before is not a time to start. I don't think. No, they, yeah, um, I think not. Some cool planned for list coverage as well. Yes, could maybe yes. do that live. That'd be good if we I can think figure so. out the live stuff. Yeah. Time. Oh, cool. Let's do it. We can do it. I've, no I think spoilers. You've done some work on that. That's, that's, yeah. that's awesome. I've ordered the dice bag and dice for this year. So you oh, can... what? There's going to be another dice bag? But I, can only, I only have one dice bag. What, what am I going to do with an extra for the master, one? master, you mean? What am I going to do with an extra dice bag? You can you can take names and put them in it or people you beat or something. I don't know. I'll just <laughs> open the stitch in and get one really big dice bag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, put them together. You can get a patchwork <laughs> of all your all your masters' dice bags. There you go. Just use, use the faces of your enemies. <laughs> I'm only going to use the masters' dice from last year. Hey. I've only got fifteen of them, so just imagine how long it's going to roll out. Plague <laughs> oh, there's no plague monks allowed. 
But uh, I want to see filth. I want to see the maximum top. Taking system. 18 storm fiends. I don't think I own anything filthy. I don't Stuart, have any filth. Stuart, I want to see six more tarts on the table. <laughs> yeah, I'll make one up. I'll make one up. Yeah, I'll bring I'll bring a child like last year and get her to roll my dice for my uh, my my. <laughs> do you remember? Just my, make sure uh, it's one of your own this time. Last oh, year was yeah. awkward. <laughs> my, my ghoul king on terror guys with something like two hundred and forty mo- mortal wound potential output. The most he ever did was something That's like sweet. fourteen. <laughs> it was shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! The only time it went off was when it hacked out down a, a larial with again my good friend and and coach Adam Rawson and ch- <laughs> I, I allowed the child to roll the dice, <laughs> which I told her. We can't do that in the Masters because people take it seriously. And then I said, no, no, it's only Adam. It's fine. <laughs> so, yeah, it's good fun. So the next thing to say really is it's uh, my sort of double header going into January um, with Tempest, where basically it sold out this week, which was fantastic. It has, I knew it would, it would give a little kick after Howling, so that was expected. But it, it sold probably, about, I don't know, 15, 20 tickets last week. Um, I, I was planning to sell 46 tickets. I made a boo-boo and, and sold 47. <laughs> so I then put a 48th up after checking with Steve that he's happy. Um, so he says, yeah, it's a bit snug, but we'll manage. So there's there's 48 sold. It's sold out again. Um, so, that's, so that's brilliant. Well done, everybody. Yeah, well done. Well done. That'll be the biggest. Well, I wasn't sure. Yeah, yeah. I think I Northern Invasion was 46. The so, biggest we had. So yeah, there you well, go. See, we'll see if it holds, but I think I think if it drops down, I might just let it go to forty six and hold it there. But we'll yes. see. Yeah. Um, right. So that's good. So that's the that's towards the end. Well, was that seventeenth, eighteenth of January? I think it is. Uh, that'll be. So if you've not bought a ticket, sorry, eighteenth, nineteenth January, you can you can still get the reserve list. Um, Liam's on the reserve list. The champion didn't didn't take a ticket. I'm disappointed in him. But there you go. Uh, who? Liam. Liam. Mr. Oh, right. of, of Tempest. Yeah, he won last. He won this year. Sorry, twenty nineteen. He won. Oh. He won Tempest, but he's he's he will not be there as things stand. Holy. So we have a new champion. No, he'll swoop. He'll swoop. Hopefully. He'll find some new filth and a mojo, and he'll come and smash <laughs> everyone up. It's been a while, Liam. We've not heard from you. Yeah, fingers crossed. I, I have to keep saying, obviously, it's not working. Come on, sir. Finger out. Put those no, magic no. cards down. Yeah, stick the magic cards down. Anyway, well, I suppose it's that time of evening. It was. It's been carnage. Short. It's been carnage. Yeah, howling, and what we've learned are the take homes are um, <laughs> triple mortax turn you into a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> no, you always wear no. a cunt. I always was. I just had hid it better they when just I had double dread. Pulled back the veil, didn't they? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I lifted the veil. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. It was good fun. So thanks to everybody and good night from Orkney. Good night from, from here. Good night from there.
living in a moment in the boat.